It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Welcome to another edition of Cat and Grizzly's Chit Chat Corner with Psychic Medium. Sonia, hello, hello, everybody. How are you? Evening. Hello, Sonia. Hi. Hello, Nicole. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Hello. Glad you're here. So how's everybody doing this evening? Pretty good. Not too shabby. Awesome. Crazy Witch, welcome back to another edition. Yes, glad to have you. So, awesome. Glad to hope you liked the last show, which was pretty interesting, wasn't it? In the ditch already, but yes. So everybody's doing good. So, yeah. So what we got in store for tonight, ladies? Okay, well, the first half is a tad serious because it's technical. Um, I'd like to discuss... An example of a dousing remote viewing or any other sensory gifted search for somebody that's missing Um, and the ethics that can pop up and where ego and ethics can kind of become a bit blurred. Um, I don't want to come across as heartless, but in this situation, I'm just going to be business mode. Um, So, no offense to anyone with missing persons or Anything is meant to upset anybody. Um, When we do a case or we're looking for someone or something, um, usually we have some form of protocol. Uh, With remote viewing, there's strict protocol. Um, It's more or less a scientific exercise. Um, Dousing and other forms of searching can also have protocol um, because you have to bring in the ethics, duty of care, police, um, the feelings of the people that have the loss. Um, So in one sense, (coughs) I stick to protocol with my dousing as well. That way I can hone back in as far as I can take it to get as much information as I possibly can. So When we're searching, as far as a forensic situation, they secure the scene, they prevent contamination, they record the evidence. Um, First we find the evidence, we collect it, and then we protect the evidence so that the chain of command is kept clear and non-contaminated. This is similar to exactly what we're doing when we're dousing remote viewing. Um, Sometimes contamination can come in in the sense of um, just some random thought that you might think, oh, okay, that's on the same track, but it's not. It's something that's just popped into your head. You might have been thinking about a couple of days ago or, you know, the dog just came through and tricked you or um, triggered you into a different sensory area. Um, So that way it's protecting as well from contamination. So then they reconstruct the crime scene. Um, This is kind of what we were speaking about with quantum entanglement. In that sense, 
rec recreating or reconstructing the crime scene is what we're doing. We're trying to zone in and feel where they are, see where they are, um, follow them, um, to, just to try and find, you know, where they are. We're constructing the crime, basically, when we're searching. Um, we have the modus operandum that we have to keep an eye out because if you have a professional killer, um, their modus operandum will be a normal way of committing a crime to them. But to us, it we have no idea. You know, if they're a serial killer, for example, they will probably have a modus operandum of their own, which is unlike anyone else's that exists. Um, then we go down further. We, we have polygraph examinations, we have DNA, and we have an EEG. Most people from what I've researched say that the EEG is more accurate than a polygraph. I'm not sure about that. Um, because we need our evidence to be inadmissible. Basically, when we're looking for someone or we're trying to help something or we want justice in our innate belief in us or whatever it is in all of us we do want justice of some form or another um whether it's some people have payback some people you know some people it, it's all it's different for everybody depending on what the situation is i found so what we do then is we try and zone in for the body at the scene of the crime um then we've got issues with of decay um we have to examine the surroundings um and take note of animals for example um i'll bring this into why in a bit further down um then we look for signs of violence and abuse and then we analyze the evidence so by doing this i go who how when where and then I try and involve opportunity, access, motive, and means. Um, because what we want to do is we want to track the person or thing from where they were last seen or sensed. Um, and then we want to cre create a narrative. I say narrative. I think it's narrative, but I always say the wrong thing. Um, but what we do want is a story so that we can follow it and try and get a result in the end. Um, we want proof of fact. We want to remove all grey areas. Um, in dowsing and remote viewing and, and mediumship and other things, there are grey areas um, that require further uh, investigation to analyse evidence. Um, so when, when we have proof of fact, we remove the grey areas. In those grey areas, we have to remember that no one's, not everybody's honest um, and there can be some hidden agendas we don't know about. Um, so when you see camera footage, you don't know 100% that person is actually that person. The same with phone records. Anyone, I've been told this before, you can't use a phone with evidence because anybody can pick that phone up off a table and type in the text. No one knows exactly who sent that text, who was handling that phone. So you can't really use it as evidence. It's helpful 
but it can't be used in a court of law as far as I'm aware. Um, so when we're doing these searches, um, we have to be ethically responsible to the people that have lost somebody, to the person that is lost, and to the, to the law. Um, we have to have some form of duty of care and then we have to decide which way we're going to go. Um, if that person doesn't want to be found, we have a duty of care to them as well. Um, so this is where I find the ethics and ego and um, the searching criteria can become pretty blurry. Um, for example, if I'm a police person, my responsibility is solely to the law and everything that I've been trained to do and to stick by their procedures. As a dowser, it becomes a little bit crossed um, in some situations if the person doesn't want to be found. Um, you don't know the family circumstances. You don't know what's going on. Um, you're only in one way assuming. I know you're trusting your intuition, um, but I never say that I'm 100% correct. There's, I can't do that. Uh, the minute I find any egos involved with any of these sort of tasks or searches, it's like if I go searching for a sapphire and I've got emeralds on my mind, I'm going to have trouble finding sapphire. Um, if you've got people around you in the same search and they've all got something in their head, um, it can disturb the outcome um, by having, say, a might a majority of people thinking in one sense, say. Okay, so, sorry, this is a tad boring. Um, the first thing we do is assess if somebody's alive or if they've passed over. This can be very tricky. Um, the example that I'm going to show you in a minute will explain how tricky this can become. Um, depending on how you say, is the person alive or is the person dead or passed or you may get a totally different result. Um, for example, and depending on culture as well and spirit and how long different different cultures believe spirit stays around. So if you're saying, is this person dead? I don't believe that will work because you don't know if you're speaking death of spirit, um, death of the person that used to be that person. They, they may have just switched out totally. So they're not that same person. So their soul could be dead as far as what they used to be. Um, if there's a mental health illness involved, they may not be the same person that we're, we're looking for, um, as in the sense that they used to be. Um, and then uh, it's depending on how you say it is what the answers will be. The, the narr narrative, narr narrative, 
could be redirected in a totally different way. Um, you may say, is the like if a person's got dementia or Alzheimer's, do you say they're dead or alive? Um, in most circumstances, they're not alive in the sense that they used to be. They're a different person. They're a new person. So, the, and the other thing is, we've got to remember identity theft as well. Um, you might be looking for someone that you're saying with a specific name and not using a photo so that you could be pulling up the person that is now using that person's identity um, unless you further zone in and be super specific about who you're looking for um, because we don't know what the mental state of a person is. We don't know if someone smacked them in the head and they're semi-conscious. We don't know if they've been poisoned so that they're zipping in and out of a coma here and there. We don't know. Um, so I found in this example, it really shows up um, language as far as asking someone, you know, is somebody alive or dead? Um I've also found areas of energy, like distinguishing whether the energy is alive and pumping or if it's an energy that's a result of something. So it's like an imprint energy that, you know, we're working with with the entanglement side of things. It's complicated. I um, Every time I douse, or remote view, I learn something new every time. Um, and because I've done this, this is the first time I've done this research the way I've done it. Um, and it's shown up some really interesting results and how um, the analysis can vary because of the results. Um, so this is what I'm getting at for this um exercise so for this example i've say we have this is an example it's a hypothetical say we're looking for someone um one person has gone in and said i've um, been kind of looking at this for quite a while um keeps going back to verify the information and it keeps coming back to the same information um nothing much varies then say I get some other helpers to verify what I've said or what another person has said, you know, um, for verification. My background's information security, so I'm huge on verification. Um, I don't trust me as solely. I'll always look for verification and I really don't have a lot of ego or self-confidence. So in, in a sense, that helps me. Um, so say I get seven other people to back me up and go looking for this same person. I'll get, say I get results out of those seven people. One, two, three, four. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So four out of seven are saying that the person is alive and well, um, traveling between different places, um, doesn't want to be found then you've got the other people 
that have come in and they say that the person's deceased. Out of these people, seven people or seven researchers say, um, we've got the, the person from the last sighting place of the person where the person was last seen, we, the question was which direction did they go? Um, we've got one, two that say north. Um, we've got two that say northeast. We've got two that say southeast, and we've got one that goes southwest towards northwest. As far as the mileage goes, jump. Um, the first one that with the north position is very, very north and remote. A, a lot of the analysis from this joins up um, with specifics like um, the person, how they're feeling. Um, I'll get into that. Um, so one of them's far remote, so they're in the bush. The rest of them, we've got they they're they're close. The mileage is close. We've got fifty k's. We've got zero to fifty k's. We've got fifty to a hundred. We've got a hundred to five hundred, which would match the remote. And then we've got another a hundred to a hundred and fifty k's from the last site they were seen. So now, this brings up some interesting interesting facts um some of the viewers had difficulties in maintaining one location the um search tool kept um changing locations so initially that was one of my issues um in this example um but then I realized that my wording wasn't strong enough. I, if there is remains or if there are remains, it's highly possible if the person has been there a while that the animals have got to that person so that the location may be in more than one specific location. Um, that was a little lesson. Then you've got... If the person is alive and well and roaming, the GPS locations are moving, um, which is, again, makes sense. Um, like the, these people, are, the researchers are, are good at what they do. Um, and then we've got the issues of fear. Um, if this... If this example is an active case and by law it's active, so we need to find that person one way or the other. If this person's frightened and has tried to get help and they're on the run, it puts the both the searchers and the officials in a tricky situation, um, especially the person that's on the run um depending on how they're approached could end up messy um for example if a person with a mental health issue is being sought 
as opposed to a person that's on the run being sought, when they're captured, when they're found, the response of whoever finds them could be detrimental to that person. So that um, a person with mental health issues, the last thing they need is to be gang tackled. Um, of course, they're going to show fear and of course, they're then going to react in a different way than what they naturally would react. So then they could get treated badly and they can become hurt again. Whereas depending on, you know, what the officials, uh, you know, what train of thought they have, they have to protect themselves. So depending on how they find the person, it depends on how they're approached um, and not 100% of the time. A lot of people are not trained. Um, for dementia, example, we've had a terrible, terrible issue over here um, where a 92-year-old woman was lasered. She's now in a coma. She had dementia. She was in an aged care place. They're all hell's breaking loose here. I've been pushing for this type of stuff for the last 15 years um, to get people more trained up with dementia, Alzheimer's, uh, mental health issues. Also at schools, I've been pushing to try and um, have more education to identify abuse in children. Um, I used to teach the kids how to read every morning. I knew exactly what child had not eaten and I knew exactly what child had was suffering in some form of abuse or trauma. You could tell straight off their breath, straight off. But you can tell they haven't eaten. You know, they haven't been helped getting dressed or all that sort of stuff. So with this one, say you've got half that say they're the person is alive and you've got half that say the person's deceased. The dilemma here is approaching um, a lot of the dots join, but the distance is varied. Two of the positions are almost identical. Three of the positions are also three people have also hit the same area three that's pretty good but within that three two say alive one says says deceased so this is very very interesting um i have a lot of faith in all of these researchers um and the the locations in that, I can physically go and check out. They're, they're all near me um, as a hypothetical if I wanted to. Um, so if I was to do that, which way would I go first? Would I go straight to the two that have given really close GPS identities, um, locations, or would I go to where the three have zoned in? whether they say alive or past. Um, I can get rid of one of the areas um, because in one sense, but in one sense not, um, because no one else has hit on that same area. Um, so we've got basically three different areas um, out of eight people. One of them is way, way remote. Um, so... I'm not 100% sure on that one. 
The other two that have actual GPS locations and they've described buildings and things like that are pretty, pretty well described. Um, and the other ones where three people have zoned in on that area, it's it makes sense. Um, it's easy country to hide in, the same as this other one where there are two. Both of those areas are easy to hide in. The thing I don't understand, though, in if this is all hypothetical, if this person is alive and well, I'd find it would pretty hard to hide for that long if the person's been missing for that length of time. And this is where I get back into spirit and things like that. When we're searching, to be succinct, and able to find that thing or person, um, the wording has to be either the same for each searcher or it has to be um, fixed in some way um, to make it so that we're all on the same language. Because if you've got different cultures involved, and different languages involved. If I'm speaking Spanish as opposed to Armenian, say, the the wording is it means different things. So it's really hard I've found to um, come up with the right questions that cover all languages, all hemispheres, um, spirit depending on the culture. If, if the culture believes the spirit's hanging around for 40 days or more, then that has to be included in the question, you know, <coughs> because like the energy that we're looking for, do we want current energy? Do we want imprint energy, you know, from the past? Do we want um, the being who was before they went missing? Do we want, how do we know that that person is comatose, conscious, unconscious, <laughs> mental health issues, zooming in and out of meds? This I found very interesting. Go, Sonia. Well, I was just thinking, like, even if they believe they're dead or if they don't know they're dead, that puts off different energy. Exactly. Like, themselves. like, if they didn't know that they were dead and they thought they were alive, you would, rem I think a lot of the time you would remotely see them as how they felt about themselves, which would be alive, you know? So yeah, were... exactly. Yeah. And so when you've got someone that's uh, like, if you're at the end of your tether sometimes and you just feel dead, you know, you've got, you, you feel like all your feelings are finished. You, you just feel dead inside, you know, so that you kind of lost your spark. That's another oh. example you know you can be dead on the inside you know most people are i mean if um kind of like if you're like unaware of who you are as a person you're kind of not even alive inside so that yeah, yeah i mean um sometimes your soul wanders from your body when you're miserable because it can't stand right. to be trapped with you and be yeah. miserable yeah. that's why you feel empty like a shell sometimes yeah. they don't wander back but you know and then say say this person was sorry gris no, you're fine. I'm listening. Um, say this, <laughs> it's a, I'm a bit serious this one this morning. Say the um, yeah, I know. 
people who need water. Um, so say this person um, was in a certain frame of mind when they, within, say, the, 48, the first 48 hours of when they disappeared, <laughs> um, that can change the wording again for me. But we don't know. So from here on in, when I'm going to, when I'm doing my dowsing and um, remote viewing and whatever I'm doing, I've, I'm now having to bring all of those things into my search so that no one gets hurt accidentally. Um, it's a bit tricky. Ethically, whose duty of care do I go to? The law enforcement, the person as a being, to the family, to myself, um, pretty much we have to do all of those um, so that no one gets hurt. And also, if you're searching in, or for a person or something, it could be an article. It doesn't have to be a person. You have to be ethically well-behaved with that as well you know you don't go trespassing on people's land if you dig a hole you fill it up um you know you don't leave rubbish uh there are certain ethics with all sorts of things fossicking um the law you know they have their protocol uh remote viewing has their protocol uh with dousing and distance healing we have protocol so we're pretty much mixing science. I know some people won't agree um, with, you know, the ethereal, etheric, um, you know, esoteric. Um, but really we are using protocol and procedures um, to get our results. They may not be the same for every person, but uh, most people have boundaries. They have protection um things set up in place because while we do all this research and searching we don't want to become a suspect some people because of the information they get and depending on how they give it out to people that's the other thing you've got to be super careful of who do you give it to who do you share it with you've got to make sure those people are honest and they won't go blabbing you know and and mucking up a case um if it's a case or you know if it's an article you don't want to get um say something up front and that gives someone the chance to quickly run grab the article or if someone gets on tv and says oh you know i know where that missing person is and that missing person actually is in that area it's stuffed from there on in because that way the person that's missing whether they are trapped or not or the trappers they now know Oh, okay, everyone knows where I am or where we've got this person. We have to move. So straight away it stuffs it up, the um, chain of, you know, evidence, everything. Um, because if the person says the wrong thing or um, doesn't say the right thing or says it to the wrong person, it can totally screw up not only the case, but it's possible to hurt somebody severely um and this this last example that i've been using has opened up a minefield of um ethics and also it's a lesson to ego as well um because you're not always right you don't always know you know all you can do is try 
try your best, record it. And then if you run along other people and you match up results, it's brilliant um, because everyone's learning in that bunch, in that patch. It doesn't matter who's right, who's wrong, who cares. Um, the, you know, the, the intention is to find this person and help them and to help the loved ones that are waiting on these people. Yeah, that's right, Nicole, 100%. Um, <clears throat> so this is why I wanted to bring all of this up. Um, it's created a really interesting ethical um, situation for all parties involved, uh, I believe, in this situation. Um but on the other side of it, some of the research um, kind of suggests that this person could be running out of their tether. Um, and again, another ethical situation. Do you guys go in hard and fast now to find that person um, to make sure that, you know, you could help them? um again how are they going to be approached so whoever the person is that's told of the the results or the summary of the analysis you need to trust that they are going to tread carefully because you don't want the person hurt um you know if if that if that's what they want they they don't want any part of anything anymore they're frightened they want to be on their own and they can do it without any form of identity, which becomes a problem because somehow they've got to be eating, you know, somehow they need water and shelter. So, and, and some that they could be trespassing and putting themselves in danger accidentally. Also, if they're being ca paid cash in hand, it's also putting the people, the employees in trouble. It, the whole thing um, becomes quite complicated. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> no. So what made right? you decide to go through all this? Um, I, I, I'm sensitive and I care about people and I care about, um, I think one of the hardest things in life is if somebody doesn't believe you, um, then you don't feel you belong. Um, so... Because I have dealt with missing persons since I, when I was young, um, I've always been interested. I had um, I initiated change in the missing persons procedures years and years ago, just so that I could give possibly eighty percent of those people waiting um, to know if the person had, was alive and breathing or not. Um, I've always been involved. So with this particular one. Um, I've been diddly daddling with it for a year, year and a half. Um, and I, I really would like to help the family. Um, but now I'm wondering there could be a problem with that family and maybe that's why he doesn't want to come back. Um, Either way, I, f I can't get him out of my face. Um, I don't have many people that actually come to me and, and 
have their face in my face. It doesn't happen often. Um, I've had one recently with our little girl um, and this particular person I've been trying to help find. Um, he won't leave my face. He's constantly there. Um, so I, I feel I can't stop. I'm being, I'm, there's got to be a reason why he's in my face all the time, whereas others aren't. Um, I don't know if it means he's close. I don't know if it means, you know, I'm off my nut. I don't know, but I can't give up on this one. And it's and nothing I, worse in the world than like somebody going missing and you not knowing what happened to them. I mean, uh -uh. I mean, just in general, like if it's one thing when your fam if, if a family member gets murdered, you know, what, I mean, you might not know who did it, but you know what happened to the person. They're gone. They're there. You, they're yeah. physically, you know, you can grieve them. But when yeah. somebody goes missing, it is a completely different kind of pain because it's yeah. always what if, what if, what happened, what, where mm -hmm. are they? Are they still alive? Are they not? You know, and, and that's and also the alive. danger potential. With, with these sort of situations, if you think that person is passed over, then there's a certain sense of safety. If that person isn't passed over and they find out that you're up to finding them or, you know, they someone knocked someone off and they're involved, they're not allowed to say anything or you can become a direct target instantly. Um yeah, you know, you know, I've never thought about like the like the thought of like having somebody who could be on the witness protection and somebody coming to try to find them, you know? Oh. Exactly. This oh, is why I'm that. big on ethics. Um, and also, like you say, if if there's an active case at the moment um, and we've got all our insights, and, you know, maybe tomorrow they're about to break some massive child, you know, whatever, we could stuff it up. Mm -hmm. um, and depending on the trust side on the other side of things, they can turn things around and you can end up a suspect. So you need to be really careful with what you do, especially if you think that person's deceased and they're not and they find out what you're doing. You don't know who your friends are in real life. You know, you might have some, oh, here's a new friend. Why are they friendly with me all of a sudden? You know, or how come, you know, why this doesn't make sense? You, you don't know who's whom, really. People sometimes people don't know that you're trying to help them and they're very suspicious of people trying to help them because they've never been, they felt like they've never been helped before and it's suspicious yep. for people to be nice to people, yep. which is so sad. But yeah, it's it is. True. But it's it's yeah. true. It's like a genuinely people are scared of people treating them nice. Yeah. Yeah, and also a lot of the um, you know, the soft, <laughs> the gentle ones, and that they're they're vulnerable, and and the people that are professional abusers or narcissists, and they can sense a vulnerable person like a dog can sense a, you know, another dog in trouble it's you seem to vulnerable people are easy targets um yeah because they're not looking for those sort of things but and they won't know if some friend they'll be just happy that someone wants to be with them you know or be friendly to them and they get sucked in really easily whereas that person could be you know a go-between between the the alive 
and missing, you know, to try and knock you off the scent, basically. So it's tricky business. Yeah. Like, we all want to help each other, um, but we don't want to get killed in the process. And we don't want to put bum steers that could stuff something else up. Um, so this is why I brought up this example, because it brings up a lot of ethical situations and um, care in what you write down as your results and careful analysis. And I think it, it turns to be, ugh, I can't speak, it's important that um, you verify like with remote viewing, you know, the verification's fantastic. When you get a hit and you find out that, yeah, wow, you know, the same with the dowsing. If you're finding for something, you know, or mediumship or intuitiveness, you know, it's it's really good to be able to, I mean, ego-wise, it's great to find out you're right, um, but the greater thing that you find out is how to help, you know, how to get someone home or how to stop people hurting each other or protecting big groups. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm one of those people who always want to know why, why people act me the too. way they do. Why are you doing that? Why, why, oh, why? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I try when I do my dousing, that's what I'm trying to go into there. What, how they tick, you know, who would do this sort of stuff and, um, and but then some of the results that you get, you, you say, well, no, that can't be right. Yeah, no, no way that can be right. But then you keep going, delving deeper and deeper and deeper. And, oh, okay, that makes sense why that person was wobbling. Um, that makes sense why the, the message on this text um, is not 100% complete. But then when you get on your own, on your own um, keypad, and you try and type that that same weirdo message and you realise, oh, okay, that's only one key off the, the key that would say such and such. And then you get a full sentence. You go, oh, okay. Yeah. So who had the phone? Did the person have the phone that was out of it? Um, you know, they may have been, their drinks may have been spiked or they could have been poisoned. Or um, So who had the phone when they were typing that message? So then it's really important, that, again, this back with the camera footage and phones and things, uh, data, um, now that the act's been changed over here, you can't guarantee any of your data is 100% correct. Um, th there's no way of knowing anymore, um, you know, unless you do verification in some senses and get other people in to kind of, you know, help with verification it's it's complicated it's very complicated and you don't want to hurt anyone i think i think going through stories too like what you do know and when people sit down and they can put everything that you know you have on the table and you can sit around and discuss it you know a lot of people can it makes it easier for other people to start viewing it when there's a shared conscience you know yeah. trying to view this and i understand what you mean by the words you know making sure we're all on the same page so we're all at the same time putting in the same energy to the same place to the same things and trying to you know 
and again, you're right about the translation. Things don't translate right. Even, I mean, even you can be in the same country and words can mean different things in different places, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and what's dead? What's dead to you? What's dead to another person? It's not the same dead. Yeah. And I you know, like alive it. could be alive in sparkly spirit, um, alive, joyful, alive. You know, you really need to explain. Um, not here on this, you know, not even like it's, um, it, it, you have to be real, you're right. You have to be real specific, like what plane you're on or what, what, you know, cause, uh, energy can't be, you know, created or destroyed. So, you know, like you don't ever really die. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you've got your belief in, you know, reincarnation if people are into that. Um, so I'm, I'm finding I'm really seriously concentrating on my wording uh, so, so, so much more than I used to. Um, yeah. I'm really specific on where I'm dousing, if it's northern or southern hemisphere or in between. Um, I'm super-duper careful at calibrating at the moment um, because of the electromagnetics of Earth and how they're opening up and getting bombarded. Yeah. Um, from that day when my dousing was all back to front um, and I caught it just in time I'm super careful because of this just so much energetic change at the moment yeah we got these uh, solar flares too that have been yeah. worse than usual so those have been yeah. you know that's yeah all of that I've been I've been like in a brain fog for the last week like yeah you know they just put something down and can't find it and can't make a sentence can't talk yeah. like I can't mm. I don't even want to talk. And uh, a lot like self doubt coming in and a um, little bit of negative talk, um, mm. stuff like that. But yeah, basically super quiet, like you, like brain dead. That's another, mm. that's a horrible thing to say. But you know, that's another thing. Are they brain dead? You know, are they in a coma? You know, are they coming in and out of a coma? That's a good point. Because like, are they dead or are they not dead? Because that doesn't mean, I mean, yeah. In a technical sense, you know, or like in a, yeah, in a technical sense, they're not dead because their body's still alive. But if the soul has yeah. left the body and isn't with the body, That's I mean. That's right. Ah, it's tricky. Yeah. And the, the same mm -hmm. with like dementia people. Yeah. Like, you know, you say, oh, yeah, I say I said goodbye to so-and-so two years ago. Yeah, they're still alive. Um, but that was the last time you could actually speak to them um, and know that they were reacting lucidly you know um it's 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 a sad um researching these type of things is sad um because of all the different states of sen sensory all the sensory states um and with us we all have different sensory gifts so some people will zone straight into the feelings straight off, you know. Other people will zone into um, physical, they've got a sore leg, um, they've been hit in the head. Um, but then when you combine the results, if you've got a small group and combine the results, you can get some really quick, um, it can quicken up the procedure of finding someone or something. I found in this last exercise, it's it's really 
slapped me in the face, this one, in a good way. Yeah, and you and, and when you're in an, like, it can go both ways. Like, you being in an emotional state, your, your energy and everything that you put in it, you can be, you know, all that, yeah. I think yeah. yesterday, you know, like, I did mine yesterday, but I was so grouchy yesterday and in a brain fog, like, you know, you sit around and, and you do stuff and, and that, and you're right, it creates that self-doubt. Yeah. Like, like I can't even function as a, as a human right now, as a, as a person. So yeah. how am I even supposed to be doing this, you know? Yeah. And that does I do the same does. thing. And yeah. and then I say, um, I'll say, I'll, I'll ask, should I be dousing right now? You know, <laughs> and, and Pendy will tell me straight <laughs> off, no, you know, and then I, I won't touch it. Or, you know, you'll sense that you're not in a good frame of mind, so you don't do it, um, you know. Yeah. And that, I, because that creates variables or anom anomalies um, in your results. Yeah. So that's why I'm big on verification because some days you might not know that you're in a bit of a brain fog, you know, unless someone makes it obvious. You know, if you're on your own, you can tell most of the time but then if you get out into the public you really realize how brain fogged you are <laughs> you don't have to make conversation with anybody and then when you have to go and you haven't spoken to anybody all day but yourself you sounded fine <laughs> to yourself so when yeah. you go and try to make an, a conversation with another human it makes it very yeah. awkward <laughs> exactly yeah like i, I noticed I that when i go to town because yeah. i live in away from a town town the same as you do um, I noticed that I burn in and I burn around and I get out as fast as I can. I had no idea that I was pretty much having panic attacks and anxiety. Mm -hmm. No idea until I realised it. What am mm -hmm. I doing? Like I wouldn't just sit down and chill out. I'd just go in, go back home, you know, get the job done, come home. And be so, so tired when you get back home from like that, just that 30-minute shopping trip yeah. or that hour long, you know. It, it yep. wasn't the drive. It was that 30 minutes you spent in that one store that yep. ruined the rest of the day. <laughs> yep. And then sometimes <laughs> I'll say things. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I'll say things and I think, oh, geez, I shouldn't have said that. And, like, <laughs> you know, simple little things, like well, nothing you know, bad. When it comes to, like, talking with people and stuff like that, not when you're doing, like, serious work, but when you're just chit-chatting with people and talking to them i've never really regretted saying anything but there's been times you know in my life where i've uh, like a thousand times i can think of a thousand times i wished i had said something yeah yeah never really too. regretted any of the stuff that came out of my mouth i probably i half-assed heard what came out of my mouth anyway to be honest <laughs> sometimes i can't control it like i remember at work once years ago we had a grievance meeting I'd never had a grievance meeting before. It was brilliant, and I suggest everyone does it. Um, mm -hmm. What what they did was the guy, the boss was going broke, and uh, the staff were upset and all this sort of stuff. I was one of the lower bosses, and um, we sent out a questionnaire to all the staff, and uh, you know what what um, ideas do you have to improve the situation? Bloody blah, 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 right? I had four fool's cap pages. And he went right around the table. I know. I know. He left me till last and he says, Matheson, what do you want? I said, well, you asked. You stood up and you like got your papers out and people are like, no. They freaked. Everyone freaked out. The boss freaked out. Um, and I could see him shaking and getting redder and redder. He was getting really angry. And um, I, I explained to him in a nice way, you know, why things were going wrong. 
where things were going wrong, how they were going wrong and what the staff needed to be able to get their morale back intact, to be able to get back as a team and crack on, you know, happily. <coughs> he says to me, <coughs> Matheson, um, what do you say? Don't you give me... Um, not in your not innuendos, not intentions. Um, oh, I can't think of the word. Basically, don't tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> no, suggestions. Was, no suggestions from your suggestions. It's a really good word. Don't give me. I can't think of the word. Um, he was furious. He was shaking and red in the face. And ultimatums. Don't give me ultimatums. He says. Mm. And um, he says, Matheson, I'll see you after the meeting. <laughs> I said, righto. <laughs> I get into the office packing it, you know, and he says, I want to thank you. I go, oh, you know, like I'm going to have it pass out. I said, well, do you mean I'm on my way out? <laughs> and that's why you're thanking me? He said, no. I appreciate your honesty, Matheson. <laughs> if no one else had the guts to tell me what was going on in my own company, the company would fold and you'd all be out of jobs. And um, But like analysis and stuff, getting more than one together and getting the results together, you can make positive change, you know. Like that's why I'm so big with Julian. Without knowing what goes on, you're just sharing honesty. You can't make positive change if you don't know what's really going on. Um, and I'm thankful that he told everyone what was going on, you know. He didn't do any harm. But... Like I'm big on honesty and yeah, trust and transparency. And, yeah, I, yeah. I'm such an open book. Like I, I, I probably overshare. <laughs> yeah, I do too. You know, and that I would rather overshare than people not know who I am. So there's no question later on somebody can go, oh well, somebody said this about me, and I, everybody would know at that point it wouldn't be true. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll tell my own story just that way it gets spread around right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can feather it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happened. <laughs> I, I like to hear the stories when they come back after I've done told everybody and to see how much stuff people add on to it. Yeah. It's, so fun. it's yeah, just exactly. their version of the events. <laughs> like you usually have one main gossip in town. If if you want to sort something out, you just go and feather them up. Yeah, telephone, telegram, tell a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's so complicated. Like, because, like, what you see is what you get with me. And, but if people, some people think that there's something more, you know, and there's some other, what, what, you know, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing more. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing to hide. There's nothing to, there's nothing. This is it. I'm not going to turn my life around one day and be like somebody else. <laughs> no, and like, you can't. <laughs> Exactly. You can't remove all the past trauma and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. what, what it is, is these days. I'll be who I am now. I was yesterday. I will be tomorrow. I'm, yeah, I, I don't have time to like, I, I don't have enough. I, I'm really horrible at time management. So I don't have enough time to uh, manage the stuff that, you know, that I need to be doing in life, let alone manage some lies to go along with myself or some, some fake, some fake stuff, you know. I don't have time for that. I can't. I couldn't. You couldn't catch me on the spot. <laughs> I couldn't lie. No, me either. And my face will give me away every time. 
Every time, but, yeah. Yeah. You know? Don't ask me if don't even look my way if you don't want to know the answer to something. You may have asked somebody else. You Same. know, <laughs> don't even turn and oh. look at me. <laughs> yeah. What a beautiful dress. Yeah. Oh, look at the baby. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst one. Oh, he's so pretty. Thing. I'll be like, it's a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I cannot stand that. Don't ask me questions. Oh, people are like, oh, you don't have to be rude. I'm like, I'm not me. I wouldn't tell somebody their baby was ugly. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I might tell them it looks just like them. <laughs> Uh, oh, they change quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, look at there. So that's a question for you, Kat. Do you have a case that's particularly special to you? Ow. My cat just attacked me. Um, this, uh, yes, there's one case that's I'd like to finish up um, in a positive outcome for everybody. Um, there's one I've been on and off a year year and a half um so yeah yeah i do have a special case um other than that all cases are special to me uh this one's special because it's close close ish um yeah i agree with mistakes <laughs> um, i'm sorry i missed that last comment the one before nicole the time between being passed but before they're crossed over can be exactly. And that really changes the results of how you're learning, um, how you're searching. Yep. Yeah. Try to, Nicole. <laughs> so what do you do when you when somebody does not want to be found? Well, this is my dilemma. If if a case is active, it's my duty. Um to give my, if I'm associated with law enforcement, that is, officially, it's my duty really to advise them on my results, whether they want to be found or not. Um, because in the future, it could put enforcement people, SES, um, fireys, all sorts of people in unnecessary danger. Um, and if you can prevent anyone else getting hurt, Yes. What do you think, Chris? That's a tough question because some people fake suicides. Some people fake their deaths. Some people run away from their marriages and lives. So I don't know. I mean, I think yeah. the truth should always prevail. I think the truth should always come out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, that's something that I really never thought of, especially doing with the missing persons cases, because you know, that does it happen? Yes, it does. Uh, exactly. So, and you know, you've got people under protection, um, under law enforcement protection. Then you've got other people that are running away from scary people. Yeah. And that's why they, they're, they don't want to be found. Um, then you've got the other side of it where bad people, you know, they've done something bad. They don't want to be found, obviously. Um, mm. But then with the people that are associated to the people that are missing, it 
can be a minefield for them as well because if the case is active, then all eyes are on those people that are close to the person that's misplaced. I like to call it misplaced, you know, instead of like some are missing, some are not missing, you know, like like you say, Grits, some go on the run, some are suicidal, um, some people will fake um a situation and make it look suicidal when it wasn't the person that was suicidal at all but some naughty horrible person has made it out to look like they were suicidal like if you get one of those fake messages on the phone gris um and someone else has got the phone they can easily be typing in a suicide note to make it look like a suicide um uh, yes this is my dilemma. This is what has hit me from this last little example of investigation that um, I've delved into. Interesting. I re- like I've really enjoyed, sadly, in a sick way, doing it. Um, and now, like you say, is what do I do? Well, in a hypothetical with, situation like this. There's nothing wrong with, like, enjoying the um, way you get your answers or, like, finding other ways or the research of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. not It's not the enjoying somebody's missing. It's the, it's the research and education of it. Yeah, like, it's a task. It's a skill. Um, yeah. And it's, it involves so many skills, you know, because you've got mapping. You've got feelings. You've got psychology. You've got criminal psychology you've got it, it's a what do you call it a multidisciplinary subject um and i think it's a really good thing like to get people together and uh, and come up with like you know other things or other routes or there, there's always something that somebody didn't think of there's yeah, gonna yeah. be somebody there that somebody didn't think of and that yeah you know, and the more like I'm one of those people, like the more um, information that I'm given about something, the easier it is to view. Like yeah, so stories, you know, like um, if I just talk to the family and I, they start telling me stories, I can see that, yeah. you know, and just things like that. I can see places, you know, that they they can talk about their plate, their favorite places they want to go. And I can see them there at that yeah. place, you know, so yeah. that makes it a lot easier, especially if they're if they're hot or if they're if they're if they went somewhere and maybe one of their favorite spots or something and did something to themselves or something, you know, just things like that. Like, so there's, all, you know, there's so many. Yeah. yeah. There's, so doing there's the research, what they're doing that, is, is awesome, actually. There's so. information that some people think is important, but others don't. But in fact, it's all important. Yeah, You might think, oh, no, there's no way that could be right, but always write it down. Like as mm-hmm. far as in remote viewing, that's like your AOLs. Um, but you never know that, and, and a lot of people, the first instinct, they say, oh, I, th- I straight off I thought this person was dead. And then, you know, about 10 minutes later they, oh, okay, okay, now everything's changed. So, but mm-hmm. And then they go down on that narrative of the opposite to what their first instinct was, whereas usually that first instinct, as wild as it may be, is usually right. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and like, <clears throat> and like you said, if that person has killed off that old self of theirs, and they're using a new identity, and they and they are convinced and 
believe that that's who they are now, you know, because you can, you can completely cut your past out of your life, you know, and not not be that person anymore and completely just, you know, so you are a new person at that point and you would have to, at that point, know their new name. Yeah, exactly. And then like you say, well, you're dead to me, you know, horrible people say things like that. Um, But if, if you're dead to yourself and you've decided to start a whole new being, then as far as that imprint goes, their mm-hmm. head, their psychological head and their whole DNA and being, they've created a new life. Mm-hmm. Their other one's gone, finished. So their word dead means another thing altogether again. It's like believing in yourself. If you can believe in yourself, you can believe yourself out of yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mind over matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, you know, your mind it can be really super strong, but your your body will cack it up eventually. It'll say, no, nah, shut up, calf. This is what's <laughs> happening. You know, you are shaking for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nicole, with non-disclosure, I don't work professionally. Um, there's um, one person I'm involved with professionally and we haven't got to that stage yet um but i keep all of my results from anyone anonymous and confidential and safely stored i i keep my information as if i was still an information security analyst i'm very careful with all my information um i try really hard not to make mistakes um as far as all of that goes. Um, I would love to have a, you know, be working in a professional way. Um, on, uh, even on the council, finding broken water mains. <laughs> you know, I, I love dousing. It's fun. <laughs> and we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cat and Grizzly Chit Chat Corner with Psyche Medium Sonia. This edition is brought to you by Western Kentucky <laughs> Bigfoot Paranormal Investigations, LLC. Thank you, Don. Uh, Good headed testify. Yes, Cat. Also, if they uh, violent, uh, if they die violent from after passing and not wanting crossovering. It feels like there's their duty to cross them over. 
do you ever have that problems or have to help them to cross sometimes over? sometimes um if it like you say if there's a violent especially like in the middle east etc i've done a lot of work over there with helping people pass over um masses of it um yeah some of them like you say uh are trouble <laughs> <laughs> and um but i found that a lot of the ones that i don't mean that badly upstairs or anyone around me at the moment um some i found some of the ones that i say are trouble uh good trouble in a way i found they want to message someone or they need to get something out there or um they need help with something before they can go or they want someone to know who did what or um, I've had a few situations like that. Um, I've found with healing people that, no offence, everyone, bikies, for example, um, a lot of trauma, a lot of terrible things, um, a lot of attachments and one person in particular took me at least six weeks to cleanse rebalance um full on so yeah i think some people are easy to cross over some people are stuck because of the violence of and they never had a chance to even think about passing over and then um the other ones that just want to leave a message of some kind i don't know that's sad. Yeah, it is. Especially on mass, you know, like Middle East, for example. Mm -hmm. So many lost souls. I, I do a lot of work on that area all the time. Um, I used to live over there and um, my dad worked over there and beautiful, beautiful people, one of the most beautiful places in the world and uh, the hell they've been living through for centuries and centuries but specifically from 2009 till now, I mean, they have lost millions of people. There are millions of people displaced and there are millions of people upstairs in between planes um, in shock, pure shock. Um, I do a lot of work in that area. Just distance. That's interesting. Yeah, it's sad. But I, I don't like, I hate seeing anyone hurt. I hate seeing anyone by themselves or frightened. I, I, I can't I can't do it. I have to help them. I, it's just one of those things you, I, I can't handle someone alone and hurting. I just can't handle it. Or without a voice. You know, if they've got no voice, um, mental health, aged care, animals, I'm their voice if I can be bullying at school look out you know look out because i will be in there and i will have things changed i will not give up <laughs> the same as setting up the you know that first pedophile task force i sat there on and off for 18 months i don't give up the same with the aged care i've been battling with all of that for the last 10 years hassling people you know stirring up trouble somebody's got to do it you got to. I'm always in trouble. Like, people, I re it really hurts my feelings a lot. Uh, 
like I don't I'm not close to many people I don't go out I don't have guests and all that sort of stuff I, I'm not a member of any groups or I stick to myself um like you go to the post office and the lady says oh here's trouble I go somewhere else you know like I don't see these people I might see them once in six months yeah. Oh, I'll go somewhere up in, in the main town, you know, another 20 minutes away and, oh, here's trouble. And one day it just really upset me and I stood my ground, you know. I said, why? Why am I trouble, you know? Oh, they go like this. Oh, what were you saying about the aged care, Kath? I said, that's not trouble. That, that That's me, you know, <laughs> like that's not trouble. They yeah. tell me that too, but I'm not sure yeah, if it's not, not real. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know if it's the same reason. Or do you get, I, I get, um, oh, I thought you were dead. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for looking for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh at them and say, oh, yeah, right, okay, thanks. You know, and, um, but in my head, in my heart, I'm saying, well, thanks a lot, you know. Thanks for looking for me. i don't know i feel like if i went missing in the first place most people would check probably be the jail roster before the hospitals so (laughs) so there's that (laughs) oh god knows where they look for me (laughs) that'd be the first place i believe everyone would check that they would check the 24-hour you know arrest (laughs) records (laughs) i swear Well, hopefully neither of us will get lost <laughs> or in any more trouble. Not or anymore. Dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah. Know, We're being a bit heavy this morning, Grizzy. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> oh, Grizzy, can I ask a question, please? Yes, as, absolutely. Thank you. As a law enforcement person, mm-hmm. what duty would I have Say we've all got the same laws. Um, what duty would I have to the law enforcement with uh, like a proper typed up analysis, you know, it, no names given as to who did the analysis except for mine, of course. Um, is it my duty to, you know, like my duty of care as a law-abiding person um, would be to tell you, wouldn't it? Yeah, to report anything that you think you may know. Yeah, without being a nutcase, you know, because this is, um, you know, <laughs> right. like. Because you want to be credible. As you want, yeah, say yeah. that I am a psychic medium, it's all out the window. So uh, no go. It'll be a no go. They'll okay. take your information be like, thank you for your time. And as soon as you walk out, they would file 13. Okay, so they'll make me out to be a nutcase. Or a lot of I mean, some 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 law uses psychics and mediums here. You know that, and they do. Everybody knows that. Like, um, but I feel like that if you just gave that, I mean, I feel like they they would pass that information along to somebody else. But I feel like a lot of the psychics and stuff, you know, or a lot of them are like headstrong about the way they feel about things. So even if they brought that in, that it wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Even if they use their own psychics, like I've been honest, I mean, I've, like I've been honest as I am, and I've said to him, to the person, um, look, you know, I know everyone thinks very poorly or whatever of people like me, but I said to him, what if I'm right? What if we're right? 
what if we can bring this person home, you know, and make the family happy and all that. And, um, like, at first I think he thought I was a bit of a, you know, out there. But then I explained everything and I did it in a professional manner um, so that I had a full report and I wrote that report as I would write a professional investigative report um, that police use and private investigators use. Um, I, I've done it 100% professionally. Um, I've put in GPS locations, maps, um, all time frames, that sort of stuff. Um, so... And because of the situation with the not knowing 100% and but if this person is becoming more ill, I feel it's my duty of care to say, tell everything. So I always tell people, so if you really think that you're right, then I always recommend to tell people to call the tip hotline. So... That's the way around that. That's the way I look at it. There was one case I had. Um, uh, there was a missing canister, uh, dangerous canister that went missing over here. Um, I ended up contacting the SES on that one, and they then forwarded it. Um, so that way the SES weren't used unnecessarily. Yeah, because you have a lot of people that will try to claim a bounty, uh, which you see a lot of bounties that are out there, rewards. And they will concoct anything they can to try to get as many uh, tips in there as they can, try to get close or wherever they can to uh, yep. resolve a case to get the claim money or the reward money. Uh, it just it, it just clogs up the system, and unless you actually have a track history with the department or an agency, most likely they will not use you. Yeah. Uh, because you got to have a proven track history. It's not like they go to the the head prosecutor, the head DA, and be like, "Hey, I've got Cat. She's a well known psychic here in Australia, and yeah. this is where she's telling me the body's at. And we're gonna go over here and get a search warrant and <laughs> go get the body." Yeah, and exactly. they're going to be like, uh, hell no, that's not going to happen because we don't have anything, you know, to base it off of. And they exactly. can go, yes, the past 15 cases that we worked on, here's 13 of them that she's assisted and she's yeah. been right. And this that's is where right. that track history comes into play and so forth. But yeah. now yeah. a lot of departments will use psychics and everybody with them in conjunction with cadaver dogs. And they are called uh, experts, or they were called uh, special witnesses, or they will call them, uh, I forgot the other titles they call them, special guest uh, on scenes. Uh, that way they're not identifying, you know, people with abilities. That yeah. way, you know, they're not saying cat is the one that led us to this body. The cadaver dog did. But yeah, yeah. behind the scenes, cats and one that told us but where to go. But we use the dogs. Why is that? Why? Why do we not want people to know? Like, because it's so taboo, and people are like, "Oh, that's witchcraft." That is correct. That okay. is correct. In the court I just of wanted law. to and throw that out there and on, say that out loud. My, 
on my end, I'm not really, I don't care if anyone ever knows it's me. You know, my intention is to help get those people home without anyone else getting hurt, including police, SES, firemen, anyone involved, you know. Um, and I don't profess to be a professional. I don't profess to be right all the time. Um, it's all, you know, who knows. But I have found people before. I have found animals. I have found things. So I know I'm not always wrong, you know, like, mm -hmm. but as far as the ego goes, I couldn't care less if anyone ever found out. But, you know, it'd yeah, be fantastic to work with someone that believed in you, that had the resources um, to go out looking. Not the credit. Yeah, exactly. And so like, in psychology today, it says law enforcement is not something that's widely accepted in using uh, psychics, especially with the majority of the detectives uh, going to crime scenes and asking for help with deceased victims. So and that's with psychology today. Now, however, we do know that the U.S. government, because of Angela Ford, uh, was a remote viewer for the DIA, the FBI, the CIA, and other secret government agencies for United States government that remote viewed for the Soviet Union or on the Soviet Union uh, during the Cold War uh, crisis that we had. And she worked for them for 32 years. And she has a lot of good stories and a lot of good incidents. And it's neat on how they use their protocols on how they remote view. Uh, and it's pretty neat uh, where you would be in another building and she would know you and you would be some big general and you would have intel on something and you want to know where this person's at. So you would take the picture, put it in an envelope, sign the envelope, put in another envelope, sign that envelope, put it underneath your keyboard she would remote view from her building to that building to look at that photograph and be like, okay, now I'm gonna find that person. And lo and behold, she would send nuclear subs out to that area of that world, which she had no idea. Now yep. they had to be a, a percentage out of a hundred correct. Now they never did get validation. So they did not like, hey, you know that case you, you remote viewed on? This is what it was about. This, you did a good job. They never <laughs> told them. That movie, so, the men stare at goats. They go into like how they started a lot of that, like you know, the psychedelic, you know, the psychics and the psychedelics and using the force and whatnot. And that was all true. Yeah. Pretty interesting. But like I, I understand both sides, you know, <laughs> and but I do because because I'm a remote viewer. Um, I wouldn't say a great one but I've been doing it a while and um, I do a lot of research and I watch all what I call the pros. And to, to do controlled remote viewing um, saves a lot of time because you have, you're producing like um, GPS results, um, accurate locations to be able to quickly go to and, you know, check out i i really like controlled remote viewing i like I mean, it, it was, it's very fascinating when when she dove deep into it and explained how it worked 
I was very fascinated, and so was a lot of the people and, and a lot of the guests, and and how it actually worked. It was very fascinating. Yeah, it uh, is. You know, and it wasn't back then. It wasn't like, oh, you're a psychic, you're you're signed up, and of course they had to have a lot of dadence clearance, security clearance, yeah. and they you know they worked with top scientists back then that. Uh, People that are into the the psychic world around will know who the scientists are, which I don't remember the names, but uh, very well known scientists. So yeah, they were they were uh, boarded very well. I like I like the fact that it's a scientific process. You know that you it, it, it mingles science with the upstairs. Um, You know, it's esoteric, whatever that word is. Um, and then the esoterics might say, oh, no, it's got nothing to do with science. But it does. It's all energy. It's all vibrations. It's all, it's science. And then when you're, like, with your protocol um, in remote viewing, it's very similar to a scientific experiment. You know, you start with a hypothesis and then by using such and such, and then you go down through the experiment and then you come to a conclusion. And then if that conclusion doesn't match the hypotheses, you go again. Um, and that's pretty much what we're doing, remote viewing and dowsing and stuff like that. But with the remote viewing and the dowsing, your verification is, you know, your feedback is not always easy to get. That's How do you feel working on the missing cases on Friday? I love working on the cases. They're my favourite things. I, I love doing this and, you know, teaching people and helping people. And um, But every week I look forward to my cases. And if we don't have a case, I'll do one myself here. You know, like, yeah, it's quantum. <laughs> but, no, I like it. keeps me busy, you know. It's very interesting because, you know, there's a lot of things that we're not told. There's a lot of things that, you know, departments, unfortunately, don't have resources. Um, there's a lot of things that we see on missing cases or missing code person cases or murder cases or code file cases to where we are now seeing law enforcement. They're coming forward and saying we are taking anything. Everything's on the table, ladies and gentlemen. We will look at anything. And that is pretty much saying, hey, if you got something that we want to look at or you think that's something we need to hear, then let us have it. And We're to me, that yeah, <laughs> that is a cry for help. And yeah. and you know, and Good. it's been well known that we had a case and we had very credible information. And I contacted the FBI and yeah, I, uh, I told them to pretty much F off and I contacted the detective and he told me basically uh, in a nutshell and very within three seconds I was wrong and he was oh. off the phone. Wouldn't That's what I was about to ask about. Okay, I was on the phone with you that day that you called him. And that the girl that we were looking for, she was from Detroit. We They, they never found her body, right? They didn't find her body? No, right? we allegedly know where oh, the body's at. Right, and the whole fact that is it, it wasn't even that. Like, um, you had called at one point to say that maybe, or, or we thought maybe that she wasn't dead. And 
that the body will um, stage and they're going to find another body replicating. Well, well tell them that. Okay, but you, you didn't even get all that out, I don't think. No. But you told him, I think, that she might be alive because a lot of your psychics were saying that. Um, and at the time, you had a bunch of them saying that because, um, but, then he's, but then he was like, oh, that's not true. How would he know that's not true for a fact if he didn't, if they don't have the body? That whole thing was a bit but, sus. Was that the one with the wrong number, phone number? Yes, that was the wrong yeah. with the wrong phone number. It was out of order on the flyer. Mm -hmm. And I made sure when I contacted the sheriff's department, not only did I tell the people to call me from a number that was published, because if it was coming back from a non-published number, I wasn't going to answer the phone. And I told them I would give them my 28 and 29, which along with my 27, which would tell them that, hey, this person is in law enforcement or was in law enforcement because that gives them all of my information to run my background to tell you who I am. And I got a call with what in six minutes, didn't I? Mm -hmm. And he was pretty adamant. No, you're wrong. And now he's in the phone the call. He, he didn't even he didn't he didn't even give you time to get it all out of your mouth before he said no that that can't be true. What's your name? Yeah, and he he had an attitude, and the whole point was that he was he was adamant that that was not the case whatsoever. That you know that she couldn't be alive. Like, well, how do you know that? Exactly. How do you know that? And, if you don't have a body, how do you know that? That was the one where the feds were involved immediately without the body. Yeah. Yes, that is yeah, correct. Yeah, that's right. But they had posters and everything up everywhere, and. Uh, yeah, that was a yes. Why were they so involved in that then? What 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 was that? Like what what was the deal with that? Is it just because that she had so many kids, or like I don't even, uh, I don't understand what the like what was so special about her? Not not that there wasn't any, not that she wasn't special, but like they seemed to particularly like cover that up. Like thousands of people go missing every day, and. Nobody knows where they went. And so, ladies and gentlemen, not, not aware of what happened was, is that we have a, a show every Friday at 6 p.m. And we go over a, a case once a week. And we go over cases that people submit in that are on missing person cases, code cases, uh, old murder cases. And we have a, a panel of people with abilities. Uh, you may call them psychics, you may call them psychic mediums, however you may label them. And what we do is we cover the case from beginning to end, and we try to figure out what happened, uh, whether it's a an error on the law enforcement side, uh, not enough uh, manpower, uh, you know, mistakes happen, who knows. But what we do is, is once we're done with reviewing the case, then we take this information and we go to the panel and we say, hey, everybody who wants to be involved in this case, what do you need to work on this case? And they will usually say either I need a photograph or just a name, not a full name, just a first name or a first name and a date of birth. That's it. And that's what they get. And that's all. And they do not talk to each other and they will do whatever they do on their abilities and how they do things. And the next Friday, we bring them on the show one at a time, and they will disclose what information they found out from themselves. And usually, everything fits in a line as a jigsaw puzzle, and it comes together. Now, 
my thought was, you know, okay, uh, detective, I'm not going to mention his name because I, I showed him, showed his video several times on the air. Uh, detective so-and-so, my name is Grizzly, and this is the show that we're doing. And uh, we're doing the show on your case that you are in charge of. And this is how we do things. And this is what's going to happen this coming Friday. And I want you to prepare because I've got some information that's coming through the pipeline that's not what you are releasing to the public. I didn't get that far, ladies and gentlemen. So I was cut off and was just basically told no. It was kind of awkward. He was really kind of mean about it. really that was odd that whole situation was odd have you ever been involved in a case where the person asked or tipping off the case and the reason the person is missing uh no i have not uh usually because if they get that far usually i'll identify myself but usually if you tell them you're forgetting your 27 28 29 info uh you know, your license plate, your driver's license, and your date of birth and everything, whatever, they know who you are right away. They're like, okay, you're somebody. So they're going to listen to you. But I didn't get that far at all. Uh, he didn't ask me for my name, my telephone number. Well, he had my cell phone number, but he could have ran that. But uh, the FBI, now they ran me. They kept me on the phone for 48 and a half minutes to do all the tracing cell phone pings and everything else. And and then they were still buttholes, but that's okay. It's Has all been documented. Happened? Nope. Has anything happened since? No nope. word on anything? No, I was expecting this the next day. Yeah. FBI. Well, same here. Um, so no big busts, no. No. Nothing. Nothing. It's frustrating. So hello, Ashika. We're not, I was going to say, we're not even like, uh, you know, um, when we did the Summer Wells case, um, you started to contact some of the Facebook uh, like, groups. Yeah. And I mean, they're, I mean, and they were, they were just rude. They didn't want nothing to do with it. They're like, uh uh-uh. Leave I'm us like, out of this. I, I want to talk to you. Uh uh-uh. But like the minute people react like that to me, straight off, I, I say they're on the defensive. Yeah, it's like, been I, I can't help immediately. Myself. Did yeah. you have something to do with it? <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> and like, and you why do. would you be so yeah. rude and defensive like that if you, you know, you're trying to help someone? Why would anybody want to turn away any sort of, I mean, you don't know. So how do you know somebody's wrong? Yeah. Especially if you haven't heard what they said yet. How would you know? How would you know? Defensive, straight off. I hate Doesn't that. That makes no sense. That means you don't want... A person who would be like that, especially with a missing child, that didn't want to take any kind of information whatsoever. I don't care. I don't care who would call, you know? Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, I would write everything down. I would take any kind of And time anything. is of the essence, you know? What they say, I agree with. The first 45 hours, uh, 48 hours, it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to get cracking because evidence can get wiped out, contaminated, all sorts of things can happen in that amount of time. Well, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. If some yin yang would call me and said that I have a, a panel of psychics that's working on a case, right then and there, I would have been, I would have stopped and been like, look, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to listen to you, but I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. But tell me what you got. 
Yeah, I'm the same. And then if the stuff starts matching up to some of the stuff that we knew that we did not release to the public, then you know what? I was expecting them or somebody to be like, hey, man, I would not air that case. Do not do that yet. Uh, let's talk about this. And so, uh, but that didn't happen. So that's okay. Like, I think in that situation, we did the right thing. You know, like the, we had that instinct that something was going on to begin with. And then you did the right thing by contacting them. Um, I think we handled that very well, personally. It could have, yeah, we could have really mucked things up, but we didn't. Yeah, and I live around here, and I could have really stirred up some stuff and made it and called everybody out on it, you know? But, like, what was that going to do? Yeah. Um, like, and I've been reading, and I was reading an article, like, last year, for some reason, they had, like, a spike in tips um, coming in about the Summer Rails case. It was yes, like, somebody yes, it's like somebody deliberately, because it was all within this one short period of time, like a few days, uh, they got just a bunch of tips coming in all at once. And they said that it threw a lot of the, um, you know, the investigation off. Well, I mean, you know, you couldn't have threw it off that hard if you didn't know anything to begin with and you're at a dead end anyway. Um, I still don't understand about those dogs. I feel like somebody called in and left all those tips on purpose to, like you said, throw people off. And that, why would anybody want to do that? That's I mean, what it felt like. And, and I mean, I mean, it would, there would only be a couple of reasons to want to do that. You'd have to think to, I, to again, you know, rid yourself of looking guilty or to protect yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, I can't just, I can't think of anybody just doing that out of like be, being malicious about it. And, and also that some of those Facebook groups, no offense, Facebook, love you. Um, some, of, some of those groups are um, strategic. Um, and, and then with one of the groups, they kept going on about, oh, there's more to this, we know this, we know that. No one would say anything. And then straight away my gut went to, oh, righto, okay. So they're, they're seeing something that's illegal and they're seeing it on a platform that is also illegal. Um, is that why you won't say anything? Yeah, it, like my, as soon as that get that mob started acting the way they did, my back went straight up again. And then I'm thinking, what could they know that they like? It seems like they know. What what is it that they won't say? You know, but if they're seeing stuff on the dark web that had occurred, possibly occurred, allegedly occurred. Then and they don't want to say anything, you know, because it's on a dark web or whatever. Then those people are accessories. So you know, there are people that knows what happened to Summer. Yeah, that is a fact, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Okay, we know that for for a fact. Now, with that being said. My question was to Sonia is of all these Facebook groups, who, and I didn't look, who is collecting money? Oh, really? That was my question. I'm not saying they were or are, yeah. but my question is, is who collecting money for the family? 
or family members because I watched one video. Was it with you, Sonia? Where yeah, they had we the drone flying around the property. We have those pictures. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sent it to her too. We all three watched it. Yeah, it was just it. The vibes there. It's it's the energy. It's just just it, just, it doesn't, it doesn't it, feel like they've searched properly. It does, and it does, and there's just something off about the whole thing, and it's just yeah. Especially and also, with me like, with the mother. You, uh, she, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, her energy. Like I can't even. A goosey. I can't put my finger on it, so I can't say. If it and also like if you've got a pro that is a pro perpetrator, it, a lot of a narcissist at the same time, psychopath or whatever, those people can easily fool other people. Yeah, like. They can easily make people believe them. And then as far as that polygraph went, I would love to know what questions were asked. You know, that she came back and did it a second time and then none of them would do it again. And how come, why, if EEGs, is it? If they're more accurate, they say, I've been reading up on this in more my science books, um, they reckon the EEGs are much more accurate than a polygraph. Then... Then if that's the case and they're saying, oh, none of this worked out, they came and did another polygraph, blah de blah then why are they being so lax on the that side of things? Like, do you have EEGs in that much over there or not? It's it's all more polygraph than anything. They, they use a form of the EKGs or EEGs, as you call them, but they're more polygraph. Uh, base because it still goes off your heart rate and your inspirations and your breath. Yeah. So uh, I, that, that whole thing's <laughs> it it irks me all the time. You know, like I keep feeling her. Mm -hmm. You know, like and uh, so she's kind of in my face a little bit lately, but in a like in a good way. But like that's what I don't understand. Like. With mediums, I'm not a medium. Um, I know mediums, you you know, you get people's faces in that a lot of the time or voices or depending on the sensory expertise you, that you're gifted in. But I don't usually get people staying in my face, you know, for days on end. And, um, I, and I've got two happening at the moment. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's because we're getting close you know, to finding them um, or if they want me to keep going. I, I don't know why I'm getting – I've never had it before. Well, like I think I've had, definitely, like, I think that's a definite, like, keep going thing. Like, I don't think – the universe wouldn't present you with things to not be like, okay, keep going to yeah, stop yeah. you in your tracks. You know, that's – I feel like it's a definite, like – Yeah, go for it, Ashika. Yeah, Sheikah, what's your question? Good night, Nicole. We're getting ready to go to. Go ahead. What's your question? What a beautiful name. Sheikah Asawa. So, Grizz, do you think that kind of, um, because of that experience with, with that other case, um, do you think it's interfered in any way or not? Nah. Mm -mm. Nah. So you're all right. We didn't get in trouble. Nah. Cool. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, how can you get in trouble when you tell the truth? Like, you know. You can't, I mean, if you don't, if you, if you, if you haven't solved the case, then how, how could you be mad at us for trying to solve the case? I don't even understand. Me either. (laughs) That that one had me really stumped, that one you were talking about before, you know, with the, oh, the incorrect phone number. Okay. Her, her name was Heather. She says, thank you. My question is, I applied a company a while back. I want to see if y'all can see the recruitment process would go for me. Is that a card reading, son? Yes, what it sounds like. <laughs> Leah just sent a message, Grish. She had to pop off. Someone needed help. So she'll come another day. Uh-oh, who did? Oh, she did? Yeah, so sorry about that. Wait, what? <laughs> she applied in the company a while back and she wants to see how the recruitment process would go for her. It sounds like somebody's reaching for some cards. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I hear cards, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I can't shuffle those great big ones. I don't shuffle mine. I, I can't shuffle the little ones. I've got yeah, me either. I just go like, <laughs> but usually the right one pops out. Mm. Well, I hope we get a hit soon, Grizz. We will. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll never give up. And any other interesting visitors you've had lately, Grizzy? No, not really. Uh, just been doing my thing what? and adding more channels and more audios to the streaming platform and giving Sonia hell every chance I get. And... <laughs> That's good. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> And what about um, the the you know what's that were up above you? Have, have all of that behaved themselves now? Hell no! We're doing a show <laughs> on them. Yes, so we're doing a show on them. <laughs> Look, they're already, they're, already playing, they're already playing with my mic. So yes. <laughs> Hi, girls. <laughs> oh, and boys. Lord. <laughs> I think my girls, so the cards my say that the moved. thing is going to go well for her but like it depends on whether she has to travel for it like I think uh, the job might go if you have to travel for the job it's going your your social life's going to be miserable but your job's going to go well but if you don't have to travel for it I think it's going to go well so you should be all right Good head to testify. She's got a question. Kat, can I actually have a question if I can? Go for it. All right. Good head testify. Go ahead. Oh, Godhead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Godhead, yes. Go ahead. Oh. I was not using my trifocals. I do apologize. My glasses are still settling in. Okay. That's why you see me take my head a little bit certain back and 
Because I get three yeah, same layers. here, and I have to go like this all the time. Like, oh, uh, she does have to travel if I land a job. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. She got the travel card. She got the window, the travel, and the desire card. Like, and um, and two other cards that I already forgot what they were. <laughs> but no, oh, peace and storm. So it was like storm, travel, um, desire, and then peace. So, uh, Godhead, ha ha, no worries. I believe I have dogmen around my property. Would you be able to see them? Oh, good gracious. And the okay. name of the Father, the this Son, is a and the Holy Ghost. Yes. That's my thing. I got you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I call them the animals. Ah. <laughs> Look how beautiful they are. Did you, hey, you, you, you want to hear my new thoughts about Paul? Do you want to hear my new Sasquatch call? Yeah, I yeah. want to hear it. All right. Uh, don't make fun of me because it's new, all right? Wait, what? <sighs> Girl, <laughs> you just had two orbs fly around your head. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yes, you just did. <laughs> Mark that down at 149.10. Uh, it could be my light. My light's sparkly. No, no. It was it was orb. Orbs. Mm, that could be two. It's oh, quite bright. <laughs> Y'all do not laugh at this because I know what she's gonna do now. I just don't know. <laughs> my word, okay. My not okay. <clears throat> hey, Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, she got that off a YouTube video, and I'm like, tell all my secrets. Are you serious? <laughs> it was so funny. We watched this video. Oh God. It was so funny. Nicole, <laughs> I went Nicole, I went from 40 straight into bifocal. So I know exactly what you're talking about. That's yes, 14910, Nicole. Uh one went around her and the second one went <laughs> right, yeah, right yeah. around her again. It's really obvious. So it was. Yeah. It was it's been weird because like I said earlier, I got my window open right now, but like <laughs> you know how I feel about windows. Oh, it, but um, it was not dust. <laughs> I, I know um, my dust. Yeah, you would know the dust around here. It's got like, <laughs> but like, um, but my, but my light blew. Like I had my light on earlier, and I just the power didn't go out or anything, which is weird. But the light was on when I left the room. I I went outside for like twenty minutes, came back in, and my light had blown. So maybe this happened them with me. My window's open, and I did leave and them in. I went and fed them today. So. As soon as we mentioned the D-O-double-L-S's, your, your uh -huh. mates came in. So yeah, I reckon, exactly. Grizzy, they came in to protect Sonia. Yeah, okay. yeah. let me tell you what, what, what happened them, to Sonia. so demanding with them. you got to be nice. So I Sonia collect dogs. I love them. There and, you know, and she was like, Grizzly, it's getting ready to rain. I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, it's going to hell. I'm like, really? So she takes her phone and I she leans over to the window out over here. and leans out and does this. And she goes, look, it's starting to hell. How beautiful. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> look how beautiful it is. It's lightning. It's lightning. Bigfoot. Bigfoot, 40 feet from her house. And she's like, look at the rain, the storm. How beautiful. I'm like, there's Bigfoot right there. She goes, I know, but isn't that beautiful storm? And I'm like, oh my god! Well, the bigfoots are always out there, but the lightning, you know, during the summer, you know, 
I miss the storm. I miss the storms in the winter, you know, because yeah, like, you, you barely get any good. Thirty storms. feet. <laughs> how tall? How big? About seven foot. Bottom heavy. She was a female. Wow. You can tell by the junk in the trunk. <laughs> so. That's and she's more worried about the storm. <laughs> she's actually one of the smaller. She's not quite seven foot. I know she looks. It's hard to tell because the heel and where I'm sitting. But she's like six, between six and six and a half foot. She's really small. But she's one of the daytime watchers. I think the reason why, I don't know if it's because. Yeah, she so started small, doing this number behind a tree. Yeah. The, yeah. How, how many are there? Well, I only uh, saw one because she was more worried about the the, the stone. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. There's the family. The family's between like fifteen and twenty, I believe. See, and Amy, the, oh, really? go through. There's, a, I think they've got new babies this year, but I'm not. Don't quote me on that. I just, I think they have a new baby this year. They had a couple new teenagers, which are all about the same age. Like two, wow. three, or three, three, four years ago, so it's about time for new babies. I wonder how long they take to make babies. You know, yeah. like probably not three to make seconds, them, but like uh, humans. <laughs> <ten months>. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I apologize. I apologize. I don't mean to be personal. <laughs> It's okay. I don't watch them do it, so I don't know how long they do it for, but I don't think that's what you meant. <laughs> no, no, I, I meant how long did it take I just for the now baby to on what you're all talking you about. Know, to you. grow and then pop out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say, like, I would say the, the, the same digest, you know, digest. That's yeah, that's right. the one. You know what I mean? Yeah, same yeah, kind of, I don't know. Anyway, it's not digestural. <laughs> no, that's the word we I need. Think, you know it. <laughs> I can't make words like I really can't. Yes. I'm so glad Kath did a lot of the talking tonight because I was I cannot make sentences. I can't. Words are hard right now. But I would say like the same as gorillas or humans, somewhere in between the two. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what it is for, you know, for gorillas. It was beautiful. It was, it was cool. you know, like, the and there's Bigfoot right there. Well, he goes, Oh my god, there's Bigfoot. And I was like, Yeah, she's been standing there a minute. I said, Did you see the lightning? And he was like, He was like, He's like, I'm not trying to look at the storm. He's like, Bigfoot. He's like, I saw her. I was like, I saw one. I was like, Yeah, that's cool. Just station. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it, it was it was amazing, you know. Then then I then I'm texting my buddy, and he's like, "Yeah, right." I'm like, "No, I'm ready." What? What was that? I heard that. What was that? I don't know. I don't either. I heard it. We'll have to push replay on this one. That was one fifty-five eighteen. So the crickets and stuff outside my window have. That was not no crickets. That sounded like a male voice. I said, you know what? That's weird because me and Grizzly heard a male's voice not too long ago. Like it had popped in on the audio. Yes, it did. Yeah, I heard that. Well, what's weird is like when that when it happened, the crickets outside my window have stopped chirping. 
the frogs and the crickets, they were outside my window. It's it's like that. Amy, did quiet. you hear it too? Yeah. Amy says, yeah. Did hey, you just hear hey, it again? Bruce, put your thing on. Sif, put your thing on. What thing? I got so many things everywhere. Uh, I got holy water. I'm getting ready to throw everywhere in a second. Oh, why would you do that? We're trying to communicate. Something's trying to communicate. Why would you be like splashing water? That's so rude. Oh, no, Where's my cat balls? <laughs> I got a whole bunch of cat balls somewhere. Here they are. It'd be interesting to see if the waves went up and but, down. You know, like the, you know, the radio 18, waves. So, yeah, I got goose pumps too. Hold up. I got balls coming out. <laughs> People don't understand that we talk about everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not shy. I'm Damn, not. Was me. Um, I think my mom wishes I was a little bit shy. I'm I'm shy with like people that I don't know. Take me to the grocery store. Well, that's not true either. I'm a liar. I talk to everybody in the grocery store like I've known Same here, but, but do you think, Sonia, that's because we don't talk to many people? So whoever yeah, is the first target cops it? I go, <laughs> yeah. I go out. I get my groceries. I do like 30 minutes of social interaction that I feel like I've done. I'm a good. I got my social interaction out. I get a headache immediately leaving the grocery store. I feel wore out by the time I get home. I don't even want to unload the cart and the groceries because I don't want to look at them because it reminds me of being at the store. So, yeah. <laughs> like, this one day, like, a couple weeks ago, like, my, me and my mom were at the store, and we were looking for garlic because the garlic has been hard. It's hit and miss trying to find it at the grocery store every now and then if you don't want to pay, like, $8 a little too yeah. for it. Yeah. And and we were looking, and they didn't have any. And and I was like, well, they they had, the, um like, the grated or whatever, the grated garlic. And I was like, oh, we could get uh, granulated, uh, granules, or, you know, we could get the chunks or what? What? It's going off. Oh, yeah. Another one up. Well, I don't know, but it it ain't talking. It's interesting, though. I heard heard voices, ladies and gentlemen. Same here. A male voice. Yeah. But, yeah, Sonia, when... um, I find that um, some poor people cop it, you know, blah, 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 blah. and then my daughter said to me, little, I love my daughter. <laughs> she says, mum, no wonder you've got a sore throat. You talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> my mom said I was embarrassing. She's like, you're so embarrassing. I was like, yeah, I well, you can come into the store with me. I must not be too embarrassing to hang out with for a little while. I get that. Oh, you shouldn't talk to strangers like that. How can you talk to strangers like that? Well, the man, the man, he was looking. There was a man standing there, and he was looking for garlic with us. And I was like, "Mom's like, we got the granulated garlic. We got the what is the what's the chunky garlic called? It's just like pieces diced. It's like diced garlic or whatever." And he was like, "No, I don't like that kind of garlic." And I turned to my mom. I was like, "Yeah, mom. He only likes his garlic like he likes his women. Fine." <laughs> <laughs> I oh, and he started laughing and now for the next 20 minutes we have to follow each other through the oh, grocery store right. and me and this man can't make eye contact because because it's a garlic joke <laughs> but that's you know it's nice to talk to strangers i like it's yeah like, i had a man I, was, I had a man i was talking to at the store not too long ago i was just talking to him because he was in front of me and he turned around he said do i know you <laughs> but the way he said it, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. No, you don't know me. He said, oh, God, thank God. He goes, I thought she was one of my daughter's friends, and I forgot your name. And 
he was talking to me like he knew me and I, he's like I just didn't want to think that I just didn't want you to think I didn't know who you were and I was like yeah it's because you don't you can save a person's life you don't even know it you know All by chit-chatting away to somebody I always get the people that always have like the you know like oh it's going again what is is that no, that's the light in the back. No, that's my light in the background. You scared All right. me. <laughs> Sorry. Grizzly's, Grizzly's room looks like a rave with all the action going on. I mean. Yeah. I like the archway in the back. I always Thank feel you. like I'm in some sort of really old sandstone house when I see that. Yes, I do have a God heart. I do have a spirit box. Uh, last time I turned it on, it kept saying my name over and over. And then uh, the other night we had it on, didn't we? And it will, and it was talking on, on TikTok. It kept going human, 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 and then mm. it was saying something else, and I didn't quite catch the other word. But I was watching it live on TikTok, and all the cat balls were going off, and <laughs> it kept just repeating human, humans, human, humans, and I was like, yeah, I, I think, I think you know. But Grizz has just got. I told him, it's like he's got a. Like, they'll turn on the TV for him and stuff. And I was like, well, did you thank them for that? I said, was uh, you going to turn on the TV? He was like, because he got, he was like, he he like yelled at him for turning on the TV or something. I said, was you going to turn on the TV anyway? He said, yeah. I said, then why are you yelling at them? I said, they did you a favor. And you're like, man, I said, did you, you could have just said, thank you. Thank you, Jackie. And then I told him to say something else to him the other day. And he was all sarcastic about it. I was like, don't talk to them like they're stupid. Like, yeah. don't can't be condescending they can hear you they know just like anybody else you know if you yes. put the power in them and they have the power to do that then you should treat them like you would anybody else Respect. Jackie are you happy tonight are you here <laughs> Sonia are he didn't even a... ask nicely I wouldn't talk are to you, you hey you girl a... hey <laughs> what you are doing, you, Jackie? Are you a demon? Are you a demon here? Now I would have dropped a load in my pants if one of those things would have went off. Yeah, I've been I've been throwing holy water everywhere. <laughs> you mean crap pants, right? A very odd frequency. Don't you reckon? Wait, what a that demon voice. That voice. It was. Like you know how um on one of your shows that guy was being chased in England by one of the, you know. Big feeties. And he was kept saying that it was a really low frequency. Um that the, the sound that they made. Do you remember that, Grizzy? Uh oh, they like talking about this. Okay. So is there some That's actually picking up sound, yes. That's picking up sound. So when it does that, it's picking up sound. And I've got two more above my head. And I am not even looking at those because those are moving the same time that's moving. So it seems like someone wants to talk. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Okay. Like what? What kind of answers do you are you looking for? Or you just want to be included with us talking? Okay. Well, I'm glad somebody loves Jackie. Oh, oh. That was me. I was talking. Oh, okay. You should love Jackie, too. You bought her. 
I mean, I know you bought her to sell her or whatever. I don't know what you bought her for. Either way, you shouldn't. So, if we say that name. <laughs> How come you're making that go off, not the balls? Now, the other night, ladies and gentlemen, it, it lit up like almost all the balls on top of my studio. It freaked me out. So. It's got to stop freaking you out. You're the one setting the balls up there. Why would you be freaked out? You've already seen it happen. Why would you be scared now? It's interesting they've come when we're all, like, active like this. Mm -hmm. You know, I, nice to see you or hear you, sense you, whoever you are. It's nice to have you with us. Come again anytime. Inclusive. All inclusive we are. Oh, they feel <laughs> abandoned. <laughs> uh, it's okay. You can always come and chit-chat with us. Mm. <laughs> as long as you don't scare Grizzy. I think it's you should stick around and scare Grizzly. If that makes you actually, happy. It makes me happy. Moving. I'm enjoying it. Hold this still. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> Get him, girls. <laughs> yeah. What if you say that name again? No. Do they want a gift from Grizzy? <laughs> Do they want some food? Used to the F word. My, now my dog's up here. Like it's not a ghost, but my dog's over here. Like yeah, <laughs> my pretty cats. That was me. I, I, I moved it. Now, that was me with the light bulb too. I'm, I tipped it. I hear that. Y'all got me nervous. There goes the light bulb. Uh uh. No need to be nervous, Grizzy. We'll always protect you. Yeah, that's hey, what I told him. I told him that he had nothing to worry about. Like yeah, I can. The what? We care about you, so we protect you. Tough titties. <laughs> I told him. I told him. <laughs> Tough titties said the kitty. Yeah, that's so true because I told him, I was like, you, well, I don't know why you're scared, you know. I was like, you've got all these people that are in really good places to not let anything happen to you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're our grizzy. It's kind of it's kind of fun watching him get scared. I kind of I'm like, aw, aw, he's not scared. It's fun to pretend that he is, though. To know, Grizzy, you're not scared. You're just shocked. You just when got I shocked. hear voices in my microphone in my ears, I got, yes. Same here. I went cold. Like that frequency's so low. And how can it just jut in like that? That was me with the ball. So hold on here. I'm trying to get something. There we go. You're pulling out the glass? Guys... What are you doing? <laughs> We're moving. <laughs> I love that background. I'm going to change in it. Chains? change it uh it sounded like you said i've got change chains in it <laughs> like, oh, 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 oh. 
Ghost chains. <laughs> and that back door area. I didn't touch that one. What's going on? Damn, my phone went dang. It scared the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have people close to you, Grizzy? Like, are you in a suburban area? Yes, I am. Uh, that, actually, mostly, mostly out in the country. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. And do you take those in the car with you when you go? Uh, no, I do not. Probably a good idea, uh, I'd I say. Gonna, I was going to take a bunch <laughs> and put them out in the woods. And I thought, no, my luck, Bigfoot will pick them up and play with them. And I see these balls just walking around the woods. I'm like, no, I'm good. That's That'd one of the great. gifts that I took them was those little cat balls. And I actually took, well, they, they have these little monkeys. They're little rubber monkeys with those little cat balls inside them. And I took them out there, too. And they took all of them. Wow. I like to think that they're, like, walking around, like, squeezing them. Yeah, and they might have a treasure chest, you know, where they stash pretty things, you know, like magpies and that. Yeah, they brought me two. They brought me, um, like, an exchange after I took them that. They gave me these two rocks. Like, it's weird because these two rocks sound different than other rocks around here. When you clean these two, just these two, because I tested it. Like, when you clean these two rocks together, they make a different noise than other rocks. I don't know what kind of rocks they are. I should take them and show them to somebody, but. It's probably gold or something, and I'm just using them for Sasquatch rocks. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> but they 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 gave me a whole pile of like um, I've got I got some bones and those rocks, those two rocks for that. What kind of have you got the rocks there? Uh, oh, yeah. they're they're out on my porch. I keep them. I keep them right beside my door. Yeah, I mean, I some I can knock her in the head with. I'm good job saving. <laughs> You're going to need more than a rock. You come in this house. You might want to grab the axe sitting beside the rocks. That's what you want to get. It's going to give oh, you a, a better, better chance, I promise. I think you need full Viking armory, Gris. <laughs> the lid, the sh- whole thing, the, all this. Yeah, and you're right. <laughs> Something that shining will armor. bounce Mr. metal. I. Yes, a knight's outfit. Perfect. That is correct. Correct. Since she was my queen in a past line. And flowers. I was your queen, so you're right. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said the same thing. I was kidding. Oh, I was about to say. I'm a crystal <laughs> collector. I would love that. Oh, that's nice. I'm no, starting to show yeah. you. She wants to see your rocks. Yeah. I can go and find them. I'll go grab them if you want me to. I mean, there's nothing special. They don't, there's nothing special about them. Nothing really. They just look like you they know just that rock that, You know that rock I've been investigating lately with the gold in it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been waiting on a metal detector, right? And I haven't got one as yet. So yesterday I was freezing, so I sat outside in my. I just put some stones out, and I was sitting there mucking around with my dousing, and um, because I'd already checked. That, that whole circle, and I'd ask, is there any gold in any of these rocks, you know, and it says no. And then, so, yes, I was sitting in the circle, and I, I started dousing over each of the rocks. One of them, I can visually see little bits of gold on this rock. Um, and then, you know, so then I say, this is again with the questioning. 
So I say, is it AU? Is it the mineral AU? You know, so that because you can have gold, looks gold, it's gold colored, it's shiny gold. You know, so if you say, is there gold in this rock, it won't work. So if you say, is there AU, the mineral AU in the rock, it's a better, it's more accurate. So I was sitting there yesterday and I was just picking up the rocks because the sun was on them and just playing around. And uh, I found little bits of gold on three other rocks. Huh. So yes, every Nick. day I'm learning. <laughs> yes, Nicole likes to go, go get you, go to get you, go to get you, go to get your rocks. I hear you. I'm going to work. Everybody. Why don't you come back with the damn axe? Why? I got one. I'm literally. Do you know how many machetes are sitting right here beside my bed? Plus my saw. Never mind. I'll show you mine. Hang Plus on. my rifle. Not to mention my knife collection is right here. Not to mention I have. Well, we're getting my crossbow. There's my crossbow and my other bow and that bow. I got a wrist rocket. There's more weapons in this room. You guys might know about this. I've been trying to find out about it. It opens up. Yeah. It weighs a ton. You don't need to open it. You just smack them in the head with it. Not that I ever have any viewers, but I have it nearby just in case. But I can't find any information on this. It's an American knife. It's called Cataorgub, USA. But I don't know what it's for. If it's like Google? a sugar cane. What's it say? What, what, how do you. That is really cool, actually. It's spelt C A T A R A U G U B. Cataorgub. Something like that. I don't know. Um, well, you're gonna have to take pictures of that and send it to me. I've got my, I got a lot of knife collecting friends. We could, uh, we can definitely find it. I found a, I found a World War, a war, a German World War Two sheath bayonet in the creek in front of my house. This oh summer. wow! Yeah, there's a portal out here. I'm telling you, there's some. I, I find some strange, and what was so weird that same spot that I found that. I found an old marble. I found a, a arrowhead, um, a bird tip to an arrowhead, or a bird tipped arrowhead to an arrow. Um, an old marble, uh, a bottom of a Pepsi, a Pepsi bottle. With old Pepsi bottles, you can you can date it right to the thing. You can tell yeah. what many made it and everything. So there's an, the old '70s Pepsi bottle, and there was something else there, and I, I don't remember what the other thing was. But and the knife sheave, all there in a pile together. And do you get into, would you get into trouble with one like this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like around here? Um, technically, in your car, you can't have anything, I think, bigger than the length of your hand. Uh, oh, yeah, same over here. Yeah. I'm not sure about how they, like, I don't know. I think if they're in your, if they're in your camping gear and in your trunk, you can carry certain things that they can't be in your vehicle at arm's length. Because most people around here, they're just if you if you have a knife like that, they're just going to take it from you and then stab you with your own knife. You know how embarrassing that would be. Terribly uh, embarrassing. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh. 
stab me with my own knife. Nobody made me. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Okay, no. hold on. I'm gonna find my rock. It'd be embarrassing too, you know, if you're at the range and you shot yourself in the foot as well. Yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> Last time I was at the range, um, like you know, like I'm only little, like five two or something. And all the blokes and that that were with me last time I was there, they were all like six one, six two, four. There weren't many little ones like me. And I was standing there with all the giants surrounding me, you know. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't know, you're getting to know me pretty well. Um, I was thinking about uh, rules because at the range you've got a piece of concrete that goes across the front and if you're doing rapid fire for example or you're doing standard um and they say uh stand to attention kind of thing you know you bring you you're not allowed to have your gun more than 45 degrees up before the target turns otherwise it's called an ambush and i was standing there thinking yeah like i get really nervous i you know, no one knows, but I do. I still get nervous. You um, just had an orb fly around you at 21 or 217.02. Fat Inky. Yep, 217.02. It went to your left side. Okay, cool. I wasn't watching. I was, um, yeah. And um, so I was standing there thinking, hey, this doesn't seem right because, like, the big tall ones, their guns are not 45 degrees down. So, like the reason they have the 45 degree rule is, you know, basically so you don't shoot yourself in the foot or, you know, hit the concrete and then ricochet it back up and hurt yourself. But I was, I was, I'm naughty because I, I, I think about the rules in that all the time and uh, I was standing there thinking, that's not right. This guy hasn't got his at 45 degrees. And then I look up to see the height of him, you know, like he's six foot four. There's no way he could put his gun down at that that range you know i found it very interesting but i do agree with that rule so that you don't shoot yourself in the foot yes and we'll be right back Welcome back. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and yeah, I met people carry what they want where I'm at. Uh, you are okay. in Kentucky. I'm in Kentucky. I'm in northern Kentucky. So what part of Kentucky are you in? And yes, Sonia. Dang. Oh, yeah, that's what I said when she whipped that thing out. Wow. Learn how to use your own thingy. Uh, <laughs> mine is five and three quarters. My hobby is a six five. I list all rules. That is correct. Uh, that's okay. She's got the rocks now. Oh, no, I don't. I couldn't find them. Like, I don't know. Oh, how beautiful. Uh, that in the I'm telling you. 
they've sat in the same spot for the last two years. I don't ever move them because I use them when I go outside sometimes. And they're not there. And that's so weird. Like, they, they, I don't move them. That's where they go. And they're not there. And that's... I'm, I'm like in the too. That's where I'm I at. Feel <laughs> the kids must have them. Oh, I'll go. Mm. Uh, mm. I mean, the big kids, you know. Well, like, no, it's like, oh, I bet you meant, no, my nephews have been up here for the last few days. So I'm like, yeah, no. Oh. oh. Like, I don't think I would have brought them in here. Like, I put them there. They're always there. They've been there. That's, they might have got them. I don't know. But I, I left them, I left them gifts. And I've got my window open tonight, so. Oh, they might bring. When I went up there to look for the rocks, like you, like I, like you, I, they, they let me know they're there sometimes. So, it was just, yeah, they're out there tonight. <laughs> they were out there today, though. They're always out there. What am I talking about? <laughs> I'm. I lived in Kentucky, a little town near here called Kentucky. Near where? <laughs> Near me is a little town called Kentucky. That's where mom and dad had a farm. That's cool. You're from Kentucky too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kentucky. It's uh, orchard country over here. I can't yeah, close that's where I'm at. So. Don't cut All your right. handle. That's it. It's, it's so heavy. Like... Someone said it was a like especially for um, some sort of sickle or like I don't know how old it is. Yeah, I'll send you a photo, Sonia. You might know who made it. <laughs> you, I do. I definitely want to see it because uh, I think that's really cool. It is. Uh, it's really, it's really funny. Is I should turn my phone around, but my, my like oh, I have my phone propped up with a machete because so him saying that just cracked me up because my phone's literally propped up by a ukulele and a machete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hoarder. <laughs> I've got stuff everywhere. Old like old stuff, weird stuff, you know. Like. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, I, I like I like weird things. I yeah. Yeah. My altar's got all kinds of weird things on it, just knickknacks and rocks and old jars. And I love antiques. Antiques are like, uh, I love antiques. Same, same. Um, but like, we, I Jackie, like tools. Do you like, you like antique like Jackies? Do you like what? Old tools. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah, my parents do, yes. I do. I can, I've got all of my great grandfather's old work, uh, woodworking tools. Oh, so I feel wow. I have all his little shavers and his uh um drill bits and all that. Like, yeah, I even have my great grandfather's um gardening tools. Like, we still use right. the matic, the hoe, all yeah. that stuff. I still have all that. I yeah. found. Wait, hold on. Oh, wow, that's woods. pretty. It's Isn't an arsenic pretty? bottle. I found it in the woods a few months ago. Gee, it's pretty, isn't it? What a pretty little bottle. Yeah. Man, the coast moving across country. Like that. This is one of my favorites that I ever, that I personally found. I found this. I found a morphine bottle too. Um, an old morphine bottle. It still has medicine in it. Of course, you know. Nicole, the, uh, I feel for you. Theory. I hate moving. She's moving Same across here. country. Yeah. Who? Who is? Some of the um, lapidary people cut and facet glass like that. You know, you find a bit, a chunk on the river or whatever, 
of old green or blue glass and they fasten it? I collect it. Like I get it out of the creek all the time. I collect it. I have a yeah. whole bucket of like antique glass. And if if stuff like if my friends have antique glass that they break, I don't know why I'm collecting it, but I, I have a bucket full. Same here. Like, I, I'm, the plan was to make a big jingle jangle, you know, and with glass hanging down. Yeah. And then stash, you know, the blue and white crockery, you know, broken bits Yo, of crock. I had a huge collection. Someone chucked the whole bucket. It took me, you know, twenty five years to collect it. Yeah, I think the, I think the most expensive things that I have right now are the old milk jugs. Oh like, yeah, yeah. They're they're I think they're old. The old milk can uh, what do they call them? Decanter decanters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. So like, the ones the ones you spit a blow in make music. Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, that's like a moonshine jug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've <laughs> yeah. got some of them too, actually. Um, I found a couple of old moonshine jugs and jars in the woods here. Um, not too long ago. What did I? <laughs> Nicole, that is hard to do. Uh, take care of somebody with Alzheimer's. Sure so is. That, that's hard. Big yes. hug to you, Nicole. Yeah. It's very hard. Huge hug. It's a, a major. Oh, I wow. Found that, I found that in the creek. That is the porcelain top to an old mason jar. Oh, yeah. I found this one just a couple of weeks ago when I went to morel hunting. It's fun. I love going, finding I, stuff. I always. Yeah, I, I agree. Testify. I always take a bucket or like a, a bag with me and I pick up trash with when I go down the creek. So I always pick up trash and I always get presents from the universe. Always. And that was yeah. one of them. That was completely intact and sitting by the creek where I was picking up trash. And then after I did that, I found a whole bunch of morels, mushrooms. And that was my first time ever hunting morel mushrooms or cooking them or anything. I'd never, I don't know why I'd never went to look. And I went to look, and I, I found a whole bunch. Just cool. You just gotta um, ask the universe. Nicole, I feel really sorry for you. Like it's really, really hard doing what you're doing, and when you're packing up all that stuff, you don't realize how suddenly you're going to get hit with the emotional uh, <coughs> feelings of the whole thing. And while you're in remote control at the moment, like I'm assuming you are, packing up everything. It's not going to hit you till you're out of there. So hang on. <coughs> Dang, so John. A national choir from the day that Frank Sinatra died. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. Today. You reckon? Wow. Take that to the auction house. <laughs> yeah. I had a couple of old Queenie ones I found at. Oh, they. they there was a doctor's surgery or something. They mustn't have changed their magazines for like 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I snuck it. I said, Can I have this? And they said, The yeah, TV dad's so old, it's just for the black and white TV. <laughs> hey, I had the black and white TV with the rabbit ears with tin foil on it. I remember those days. <laughs> Me too. I thought I, I thought I was hot stuffings, man. I was a kid on the block with that TV. We had this bloke that lived across the road and he worked for the television and radio station. This is going back to like, oh, I don't know, probably 63 or something, 1963. And uh, when Poppy, my grandfather that threw boomerangs, he 
he was asked to fly in, throw in Montreal. This is going way back. Anyway, um, we didn't have TVs or anything at that stage. So this guy across the road, he was like head of the channel. He got one of the first TVs in. And then we got a special satellite dish put up so that we could, the Australians could watch Poppy in Montreal. It was so, I, I, I still can't get over that. Like putting in a satellite dish so that you can watch Boomerang throwing, like, you know, you've got all your national security, everything like that. What do you do? You put one in there to watch throw, I, who knows? Yeah, but you got to, like, you know, that's support. That's like, you know, listen, the town's got to get the TV to watch you, but we're going to do it, you know, and they did. Yeah. That's gotta be like so much love and support. That's just awesome. That was amazing. Like you yes, wonder what else uh, that Godhead testified. You will have that happen once uh, your Bigfoot have migrated. Dogman will move in and take over the territory, not fear. That is correct. And she also has found JFK being shot as well as the moon landing. So that's interesting. Godhead, yeah. you can you must not be too far from where I am at. Oh. Good on you. Thanks, Luana. That's the same name. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Luana, save the day. Yeah. I still want to see a picture of it. For sure, send me one anyway. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll try. I can't. My phone's old at the moment and I'm, it won't let me do emails, so I can't take a photo then send it on kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. But I will. It's in the memory well, bank. Good head. I know where to find you. I live in the woods too. <laughs> Anytime. So do you, do you live outside of uh, east of Louisville? She's got to live right around me. It's amazing you're so close. Yeah. She's got to. Yeah. Luna says, you're welcome. Thanks, Lana. I wondered what it was. She said, it outside there. Uh, what did I tell you? Mm -hmm. So if I had to guess, you're not too far from Taylorsville. How does that sound? Does that sound about right? Kentucky. <laughs> I always wanted those little sparkling set of red shoes, you know, like Dorothy. Yeah. You know, you it know. is really weird because my sister's boyfriend came yeah, up and we had a storm beautiful. the other day. And he was like, oh, yeah. He said, we had a gale come through here. And I was like, a gale. I said, you know what? I guess it just dawned on me. I said, that's guess that's why Dorothy's name was Dorothy Gale. And he just looked at me. I said, you know, from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and he was like, her middle name was Gale. And I was like, yeah. Or her last name, or whatever. Her name was Dorothy Gale, and I was like, "I <laughs> guess that's what." What? <laughs> you're probably the only one that would have got what I said then. Yeah, like I, I totally yeah. got. Like, yeah, mm. that's one of my. Uh, it's one of my favorites, you know. And I've always wanted to be able to do, you know, the side click with your heels, where you run along and jump and do the side click. Yeah. Do you know I've wanted I to? Do. I've wanted to take tap dancing. I, I, I cannot. I have no rhythm. I oh, hear yeah, yeah. in between the beats. <laughs> I'm tone deaf. Uh, and my legs don't quite work the way I think they should. <laughs> so tap yeah, dancing yeah. would not have been my thing probably, but I'm sure yeah, I could have yeah, yeah. learned it. But I always wanted to do it. Ah, 
I would so, love to yeah, have a I pair of cat shoes to wear to the grocery store to annoy the people. Yeah. I would probably make my grocery store shopping experience way better. You should sometimes get a pair of Sometimes I'm naughty enough to target, so I leave the some. You know how sometimes you accidentally tread on them and you get your empty cartridges in your shoes. Yeah. And then I come along and get on the concrete and do exactly what you were saying. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Say no more. That's me. <laughs> I think maybe like if you maybe it, I, mean, I feel like having a pair of tap shoes would protect my energy at the grocery store, even though like <laughs> you know nobody will want to get around me. I did during. I pay a dollar to see that now. <laughs> I have this giant, so I have this giant unicorn. This is probably one my mom does. <laughs> oh, Bigfoot. They're all like over here. <laughs> Do they sketch? Do you say that? Like if you, if you, yeah, like sketch. Yeah, yeah we say it like sketchy. Yeah, we say that too. Skitch them. I even say that to the cat. Yeah, she knows what it means. Yeah, my cat. Nothing messes with my oh, cat. That's good, Amy. You'll always get a laugh here, guaranteed. <laughs> you ain't lying on that. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're usually more entertaining. I feel like usually uh, we've been pretty entertaining. I feel like sometimes we're more entertaining. Uh, the words have been hard today, so I feel like I've been less entertaining than usual, but. Oh no, you'd be good. Like, because the first half was, um, techo. You know, like it was on a serious note, which is okay. Like everything isn't like I make a joke about everything, but I know everything's not a joke. So, like, but being serious about like, I really enjoyed what you said because a lot of that is true, and you don't think about it. You don't think about those things when you're in the process. Yeah, and also when you've got other people doing the same thing that you're doing. Oh, it, you may be using a different technique, but if you've got the same questions in that, yeah. it's um, it kind of contains the questioning in a way. But I like it how that because there are different responses in that, but yet so similar, like joining the dots, I nearly flipped last night when I started getting them back in. Like I couldn't believe it. Like... Um, you and I were very similar. Um, and then for the, the regions, like, uh, now I've, I've got the dilemma of how to I proceed. Use, well, I used my, like, I used my pendulum and I didn't, there were some of those words, like the landscape things, I didn't necessarily knew what they meant. But yeah, I wondered pendulum, about that. Yeah, the pendulum was okay, but I mean, I could have looked it up, but I didn't know what it was, which is okay. I didn't need to know. I just needed to know if that's if that was something that was around that area or whatever. So, but the pendulum swung on it, so I didn't know what it was. So I marked it anyway because yeah, that's what I do. But that's important though, language wise. Again, mm -hmm. and the, the other question I got, one person um, woke me up. Um, they said that um, all the questioning is assuming the person's dead. And I said, well, no, I had to put in those questions in case the person is either alive or dead. No, because if, if he was Proceed. not dead, his body would be above the ground, would it not? 
yeah yeah <laughs> things like that yeah yeah like i was trying yeah. to be basic about it but you know not too basic right yeah like you say and like um there was one other question uh Oh, I can't remember now. Like you had above ground, below ground, um, alive. Part. That that is a question I'm going to have to totally review in everything I do from now on. It's totally thrown me. I mean, even if you have to ask it in a series of questions, I mean, it would it would mean like to get the understanding of it. Yeah, from now or... on, it's to me, it's not one answer. It, it won't work, you know, because until you can refine death and alive and classify it in a way that can, you know, covers the situation, I'm not going to be using that question again. I'm going to make up a new one because it's define death. You know? Where the government doesn't tax you anymore. <laughs> but that doesn't work either. Uh, uh. Yeah, well. But it really did wake me up, and I think it was a really good exercise to do. Well, that's what I said. The education part of it. You educated I'm yourself and, and the rest of us a little. And I'm super grateful for the people that helped out because the the skill, you know, amongst everyone is pretty good. Like now I'll have to think about how to go forward. Um, I think I'll do what you said, Chris. It's the only thing you can do. I mean, yeah, I know it's kind you of producing, but you know, it's it's kind of sad. But it's the way I look at it. We put the information out. If they want to use it, they can. If they don't, it's up to them. And the way I look at it, if they don't use it and it's out there, guess what? It's on yeah, them. That's right. Not us. But it, but it can also be a happy outcome. You know, like if somebody's found that doesn't want to be found, they've got mental health issues, for example, um, or they're on the run because they're in fear or something, and someone finds them and helps them sort it all out, then they can come back and everyone, lots of more people are happy. I know. You know, those ones I in particular. Agree. Yeah, I agree too. And sometimes, uh, like, if, if sometimes you continue to work on things because this the spirit or the or the the person asked you to you know not yeah. because the family is involved or anything like that or not because because they they're relaying some sort of message to you and yeah. i get that a lot like i get i get messages from people or like from spirits that i don't know who their people are to contact them and yeah. i have a hard time being able to receive because i don't even want to receive the message if i can't try to figure out who they're talking about if if I know you, it's different, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I can get pieces of names and stuff like that, and it's hard to trail back. But yeah. you know, I, I'll give it all the effort that I can. Yeah, same here. Like you know, it's, you kind of I don't know why you're doing it, but you're doing it because you. Let's go. Hey. Stop. Are they behaving, Gris? Mine are. No more, you know? No, mm -mm, I'm good with that. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. <laughs> you'd, you'd probably get bored pretty quick. 
What'd you do? What'd you do today? Um. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's new? <laughs> um. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's one thing. Like, I cannot stand to write and stop. I cannot. I Dougal. Um, I like uh, I don't Oh my God! Stop! Dude, Wonka, Wonka, woo! Lady, you know what I find a bit odd? This is out there, right? I was I was looking for a dog. And I went out dousing and that. Anyway, I found the dog, and the the dog, unknown to me. Like, I didn't know who the owners of this house was, right? The dog was caged up in this, not caged, but it was locked up in the, behind this huge big fence and there's no way this dog could get out. And there were about six other dogs in there, right? They're all good-looking dogs, that, that, you know. They look pretty thoroughbred-looking dogs. Anyway, I don't know if I should care. Anyway, whatever. Um, so I, I phone up the people and say, look, I found your dog, right? And uh, they come around to pick up the dog. And uh, I said to them, you better not just take it, you know, like these people, you better not just. Oh, it's talking. Better not take it, you know, just take the dog. Anyway, um, it turns out the, the people that owned the house were police people. <laughs> So they've got footage of me with my head over their back fence looking down into this dog, you know, with all these dogs. And um, I thought, gee, that's strange. Like, it, if you found a dog, why would you not tell anyone, you know, where the dog is? But And how did it get in there without people getting it in there and getting it locked up, you know? And I thought, this is a bit odd. Anyway, the people got their dog back. Everyone was happy. And I went that's past good. there yesterday. I went past there yesterday. They've they've moved. Oh wow! Oh my god! <laughs> I know, but you, I couldn't understand. They had so many dogs, and they were all different, all thoroughbreds. And I'm thinking that's so strange that this other dog that's been lost is locked up in this with these other dogs. It was so strange. Very odd. Like, but they got their dog back. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. I was like, wait, but did they get their dog back? Okay. Yeah, no, I found the owners and I got the owners to come around and they collected the dog and I just stayed out of it. As soon as the owners came, I just stayed out of it. But um, I was ecstatic. Like I was in tears that I'd found this dog and the dog was a Border Collie, which I used to have a Border Collie. And uh, this one was a, I had a black one and uh, this one was a brown and white, super fluffy, cute, you know, unbelievable. I was in tears. Like I was so happy that I'd found the dog for these people and knowing, you know, you know, like I loved animals. I was, I was in tears. This little girl, she comes up, well, she wasn't that little. She's about 17, 18. She came up and uh, she says, oh, where is he? And I, I'm in tears, you know, and I thought, oh, right. Okay. You know, so I said, oh, the dog's here, you know, and no, like if it were me, I'd be jumping up and down, you know, ecstatic, teary, the whole bit. I was in tears. It's not my dog, you know, and no, I was quite shocked by that response. But 
Wow. I know. It was like a, huh, you know. That dog was saved. It, it was a block from a highway, you know. Like it was good that they locked him up where they did. But I thought she'd be a bit happier than that. Yeah, really, you know. No. Sonia Gone, is she okay, Grizzy? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Good. Is Sonia okay? Yeah, I think so. She's gone. Did she disappear? Yes. Let's see here. Oh, she's hollering at me. Let me back in. The internet like went out for a minute. Like it just like my like my phone froze. I don't know. Like I don't know what happened. I don't know. But it's it's weird. Tonight's energy is all weird. It's got me all like me. <laughs> it's so the orb, the stuff with Grizzly, the voices. I mean, you know, it's been it's a day. It's odd. It, it was odd. It is it odd. odd. Yeah. But it's beautiful. It it's is. raining. <laughs> it's uh -oh. I got people that story and they just oh. roar. They're like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, that's what she said. In my mind. <laughs> I don't know. Like in my mind, I guess, you know, I'm not, I'm just. Yeah, used to them. Yeah, but I also think, didn't, I guess I'm not. I didn't think that you had never seen one. Like I didn't know that you had never put uh, laid eyes on one. So I guess had I knew that, like I don't know why I didn't know that. I feel like I would have uh, made a bigger deal out of it, or maybe showed you one before now. <laughs> but gee, it's nice that you saw it together. You know, yeah. that's true. She's more worried you're, about like the your hell. first one, Rizzy. And beautiful. <laughs> In the lighting was beautiful. Look, even Jackie says it's beautiful. Let me get Maybe. off that comment. Look, I'm done messing up the comments now. <gasps> Did you hear that? That was a child. 245.54. Y'all didn't hear that child? I heard a quick one. Yes. No, a no, child. Sorry. Just if, sorry, go ahead. No, not really. I heard a child. Uh, 1.46 p.m. I heard a little tiny. Grizzly keeps cracking the story. How do you think I feel? <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm so oblivious to things sometimes. I think I've just chose to be that way too. Like, huh? What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like if y'all go back and listen to it, it sounds like I want my daddy or mommy or something. Yeah. It, it was a little child. Yeah. <laughs> A little sentence like, ah, yes, I don't want to like that. Yeah, all right, Godhead, testify. You have a good night, too. We're out of here as you well. Too. We're getting Thanks too many for coming, voices. everybody. Yes, Thanks, I'm gonna put my balls or um, never mind, we'll leave it at that. And yes, I love you guys. <laughs> Welcome love to you the too. Take care, all you. Thanks for coming on, everyone. God bless everybody from coast to coast around the world. Bye, visitors. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. We'll see you Thanks next week, me. ladies and gentlemen. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Yeah, yeah 254-4554. Thank you, Nicole. Go back and listen to it.
Take care, yeah, guys. Yeah, and the other one. Okay, yes, thanks. I know. Bye-bye. <laughs>